Welcome to episode 31 of the Average Joe's MMA Show. Jeff Shanahan along with David Van Bogelen. We are joined in studio by our special guest, Everett Hawkins, here to take his verbal ass whooping for his uh, the, awesome UFC 200 picks he had. The prodigal son returns. Mm-hmm. It's good to have you back, bro. Yeah, it's good Thank to have you, you back, man. Thank you for letting me wet to bed this weekend. And you, the show, the as we talked about before, I told you you didn't wet the bed. I shit to bed. You shit to bed. Jeff and I were in contact the entire card. Uh-huh. And I, uh, unfortunately, thought I'd be picked on more, but he was quite quite uh, I, I respectful. Was, I was, um, I was very medicated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A good way to put it. Very medicated that night. Enjoying so the, enjoying the fights. Enjoying, enjoying the yourself. Fights. I enjoyed myself. Uh, everyone at my house enjoyed themselves. It was a good night for everybody. Well, let me just say this then. I had an epiphany. I oh, feel Jesus. like I'm in a, a very knowledgeable... I'm very knowledgeable with the fights. I, I know the fighters. I know the game. I love it. I've been watching it, studying it for years. I can't pick a fight to save my goddamn life. No shit. That's <laughs> <been> Vitor <laughs> Belfort for other than fighting Dan Henderson forever. I... I really worked hard on this card, and I got my ass kicked well, it's, hard. It's, it's, and if it makes you feel better, you took Joey down with you a lot, so... Yeah. Did I? Yeah, yeah, we yeah. Got with you a lot. But I will say, the ones I did get right, I got right on point. Like, I picked rounds well, except for, like, two. Uh, my brother so I, did I was, really well. Yeah, Jordan, Jordan did well. You know, Jordan has been a long-time WWE fan. He's never really watched the fight game up yep. until about this last year when we started the show... And he started getting into it more because, you know, we did. Yeah. And he wanted to be able to, to talk about it with us, so he started watching a lot, and he had a great night of picks. Yeah, right? he did really awesome. You know, uh, Ryan did quite well. You did quite oh, well. Ryan always does well. I did well. I only got three wrong. I, was, I missed four. I think. I think I got three right. I, I was I was bullshitting with Ryan most of the night, um, but in between talking to him, to Everett. So it was, it was fun. It was a fun night of fights. There was a lot of fights we're going to oh cover tonight, man. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna break down the entire UFC 200 card because it deserves it. Because it deserves it. It was a great card. Yeah. We're going to go back and break down about three fights from both uh, Friday and Thursday night's card, and we're also going to break down two fights from last night's card because that's all we got left in us, man. That's a, that's a lot of fights. Gas tank's going to be empty by that time. Fifty two fights in. Plus it was seven days. It was a lot to remember. Oh my you god! Know, a lot trying of fights, re- a lot of rounds. Trying to remember exactly. Trying to remember last Thursday night's fights, other than Alvarez and uh, Lewis. That was difficult. Yeah, but uh, and uh, and I mean, I thought that was the better card out of well, besides two hundred, obviously, but it was better card between that and the Ultimate Fighter finale. I don't know why they waited and did those two finale fights after Will Brooks and Ross I don't know Pearson. either. I don't get it. Don't they usually do them early on? Nope. No. And we actually talked about this way back in the beginning. They did this in, yeah, they did they've been, always been doing this for a while. They've been doing it for a while. They did it yep. on that Brazil pay-per-view. Yep. When Ronda, I remember, because we had that really good fight with, uh, was, was it Nogueira and... Hunt. Was it Nogueira and Hunt? Yep. See, yep. I, didn't, I didn't watch the Brazil Ultimate Fighter. I didn't either. But all. it was they did well because they I were didn't supposed even remember to, it was going to be on that. Yeah, card. it was. It was they did the finale fights. They sandwiched it all in on that card, and it was like, I think they did like six or seven fights on the main card or whatever, and things were going along real smooth and real good, and then we had the Nogueira fight, and that was pretty good, and then it was like, oh, here's two Ultimate Fighter. 
fights that were complete shit. Yeah. And we still had, I think, two fights to go after that. They could have had those before Will's debut. I mean, mm-hmm. you, got, you got a hot rookie coming in, a guy that you've been looking to get for a long time, yeah. and someone you want to accentuate uh, in your company. Put them and before him. And that fight was his, and I mean, we'll talk about it. Yeah, let's we'll play devil's advocate for a minute. You got to look at the respect of the situation. That is the ultimate fighter finale. That's fine. It is about But you can still have it on the main card it and the main not card. They can open the main card. No, you, not even, you don't even open the main card. Sandwich it in the middle. Give me Pearson and Brooks as the co-headliner and Yuan and Claudia and I don't that, disagree, I'm just that saying that card is definitely. way better. But way they were, they weren't bad. That card the pacing of that card was terrible and I, I was finding myself falling asleep by the time uh, after watching the the men's ultimate fighter finale that night. It I actually agree with you. Boring fight. The girls' one was good. It got over in a round. Um, well, yeah. Let's, let's get, get back. So yeah, let's get back to speaking of, of ladies fighting. Uh, we've got a new female bantamweight champion for yes, the third time in the last how many months? Less than third a year. Third time in three fights. Yeah, third time in three fights. We've uh, had a title change hands, as I predicted. Miss Amanda Nunes is your new bantamweight champion. Just destroying Misha Tate. Yeah, you know, Misha didn't look herself, and she probably wasn't nope. herself, and it's not an excuse, it's just a fact. She well, she had a bad weight cut yep. and, and didn't cover herself properly as she's supposed to. She's a professional. It's her job. Well, here's, uh, the, here's the thing that I was we were talking about before the show, and I was, I was saving for this part. So, I'm watching the walkouts come out, you know, and Amanda is... Calm, cool, collected. She she's focused. Like I thought for sure she was going to be super amped up. First time in a championship fight. Adrenaline. Adrenaline. All this. She looked like a fucking killer. She was just a a calm, cool, collected killer in the cage. She's just she's you know even they're doing the introduction. She is stone faced and calm as can be. Misha, the entire walkout was way too hyped up yeah. screaming screaming way too hyped up way too and I said to everybody in my house I said watch this I said, she's way too pumped up for this fight she's gonna she's going to yeah, have an adrenaline dump yep. I said, she's gonna kill her <laughs> she looks way too calm and way too ready for this fight and she came out like a ball of fire from, from punch one from yeah. punch one absolutely and bravo to Amanda Nunes great fight not to mention let's say first openly gay yep Champion, champion. champion in UFC history. And the, Bravo to that. The streak of no Brazilians holding a title for 11 years lasted a whole 48 hours. Now we got one. Now we got one. But, you know, and, and here's, as I'm going to go with you guys on this, for how long? The, the change, the, I feel like the the time of the Ow. long-lasting champions are gone. Oh, it's, I, yeah, it's, it's gone. It's, the evolution of UFC doesn't allow I mean, you got one more then. I don't know who. I don't see who in the division. I'm seeing Ronda Rousey coming back. No, I mean, you look at Ronda. Ronda don't want none of that, man. I, I, I had this conversation on our page yeah. last night with Ryan for about an hour. Yeah. Ronda does not want any part of Amanda News. I've been telling people for since this show started. Watch Amanda News. They just yeah. keep passing her over for all these fights. They put Betch in there when she she was ranked to give up Holly like. That girl should have got her title shot at Ronda a long time ago, and she probably would still would have had the championship then. She's go, a killer. If you go back about 10, 12 or so episodes, you'll hear a conversation Jeff and I had that said that 
the one person that isn't Holly Holm, Misha Tate, and Ronda Rousey is Amanda Nunes. And Amanda Nunes has lost the shuffle right now because those three are like a three-way dance of who's going to be champ when they're going to be champ and so on. And as soon as Amanda Nunes gets her opportunity, she's going to take advantage of it and shock the world. It was Jeff said this almost word for word about episode 20, maybe was, 19, yeah, was, somewhere in there. And I know where you're going to say she's got the losses in Gano. That's a different fighter. No, I, I, no, I agree. I see them both. night and day different fighter than who she was. You've seen her progress? What's that, sorry? Nunes, you've seen her progress? progression? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and the thing She's, is, people probably don't realize, is the fact that she is a black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. So when you do get into fights with the Ronda Rousey's of the world, she's, she's going to have a lot yeah. more... She's going to have more chances. She's got a judo round belt. I yeah. Mean, yeah. Her striking... I, I, I think she... May hit harder than anybody else in the bantamweight division. She was a dark horse, regardless, and that's more because of the non-hype. I think Ooh, she doesn't have. She's just a silent yeah, killer. She's just on a press. She's just been silently tearing girls apart and progressively getting better ever since she lost as Ngannou. You know, I've always been a Misha fan. Misha never gives up. That woman, what she did to Holly Holm was was historical by itself. Mm-hmm. So for me, for this fight, I I I saw that take coming back. I didn't expect a. Just a lackluster. I don't want to say lazy, but from punch one, it, it was like lazy. her entire she's world just stopped. That weight cut was super hard on her, man, and she her performance suffered vastly. Is it time for the women to have 145 pound? No, 45. No, the only one you'll have up there fighting is cyborg. But, but um, we talked last talk about it. Yeah, but she's never really had problems cutting weight. This is the first time I've ever seen her have a bad cut. She struggled. A really yeah. bad cut. You know, we talked about last week about Misha's. Trademark poise that she always has in the ring. She's always very, you know, even under pressure, she stays focused. Mm-hmm. That was gone. It's out the window. Do you think that she belt had anything to do with it? The belt? I yes. think she just had a bad. Yeah. Dude, if you go back, cut, and, man. You watch, go back and watch the some of the embedded man. She just. I posted it. It's on her page if you want to go this watch camp's it. Just, it. There was the one where she was out on the boats instead of training. Yeah. Well, that's my point. Like, I've seen a lot of things with her, a lot of the publicity back again, you know, oh, it's been great, I, I've i been able to do this and do that and meet this person and do this and this person. Cut. That's it. So, back to a bad cut. Bad cut, bad training camp. Oh, congratulations. You, didn't, you, didn't, yes, that you was... didn't do a good enough job in training camp of staying focused and staying on weight and it cost you your title. And I don't, I don't even think, I mean, and personally, I don't even think a perfectly healthy Misha would have beaten her. I just it's don't. Possible that, that I mean, anything happen. is possible, but striking wise, they're, they're, there's no comparison on the feet between the two of them. And she, so couldn't, and she couldn't strike with Holly for shit. No. I'm not here much, so I'll, I want to hear this on the show. What? Nunez, champion for how long? I don't know. In this division, I don't know. Jeff. And then. Same. And this, anything's possible, but I see her holding the belt for a while. This is a wild I don't, card this division. I don't see anybody, unless Cyborg makes 135. Not going to happen. Well, she's only, she's she only needs three pounds. Three pounds off. That was it. That's um, all she needed last time to make the weight. If, if I could see maybe Cyborg giving Amanda Nunes some problems because she's such a good technical striker. Ferocious. But, I mean... I think she's better than Holly, and I think if she can get her to the ground, we already know that Holly's submission game is not real great. I think she's going to punch Ronda's face off if Ronda tries with her, and 
unless she can get an arm bar on her on the ground. I mean, you know, Amanda's no joke at judo, and she's a black belt in BJJ, so... There's many fights that pose real risks to her, though, in that, in that division. The division's a wild oh, yeah. card, man. I mean, Ping is knocking on the door now. I won't, exactly. If Ronda doesn't come back soon enough, I won't be shocked. They're either going to give it to Holly. I see Holly, yeah. But they got to consider Pena. She's... Holly can lose next week. She could. Svechenko's no joke. You know, she could definitely lose. And that, you know, exactly. This is why... The, this division is exciting because there's a lot of... Everything's up in the air. There doesn't mm-hmm. look like there's, there's nothing... No plan laid out where you can look at it and say, I can see this is a five-year plan for this division or a two-year plan or whatever. This one's a wild card, man. You got to watch every fight because every fight's going to change the history of that of that belt. And good I, on Amanda Nunes. I, I, she did a great job, and she uh, shattered, shattered Misha's nose. I mean, I know broken bones. Fight conference? I think you both know I know broken bones. Right. As soon as I seen that happen, oh, yeah, she's fucking done. And when she got her down and put that, it wasn't even a uh, rear naked, it was a neck crank. She was on top of yeah, the chin. Yeah, she had a chin and a neck crank. She wasn't even And with her already having a broken nose, she wasn't breathing out of that. She, now she's cutting off, you know, her mouth not being able to open or breathe. Misha had no choice. You know, yeah, she suffered a, a broken, broken jaw. jaw. Exactly, a broken jaw had a broken nose. Right, she she tapped to save her career. Yeah, you know, she could have easily fractured her face in half. No uh, doubt. With the power that she has, not only in the striking but on the ground as well. Yeah, she spent the entire post-fight conference with a towel over her face so so nobody could see her nose. Right. That's how bad it was. Yeah, it was. I mean, it, it looked that bad horrible. right after the fight, but I'm sure even... And she caved her, he, she caved her face in. Yeah. Um, that was the fight. That wasn't why long. It's what I'm saying. She's the most powerful, probably the most powerful puncher in the 135 division. She makes it just as exciting to watch her as watching Misha, as watching mm-hmm. Ronda, as watching Holman. Explosive. Uh, Say Holly's not really that exciting except for no, I, but Ronda. You know what I mean. Uh, she's She's got it all. And I, I hope to see her hold it for a while. I do too. Um, put a I little legacy she, I behind herself. Put a little bit of time on it. I don't think she's going to lose her first fight out. Like, it seems to be the, uh, the trend since Ronda, the curse of Ronda. But, uh... I, I can't say she's going to be a champion for three years, four years, or whatever, but I can say I think she's going to hold the belt for a little while. That's, like, that's enough. I get a few it. fights under, you know, with the belt on, make a few defenses, make some interesting uh, stuff happen, and put on good shows. Yeah. He's at the division stacked right now. So good on her. Yeah, great, great for Performance her. Performance of the night. Mm, they're well deserved. Well deserved. And and great upset pick by me. By me, he says. And this one you missed. I did miss, but I did say that I was pulling for Brock, but logically it just didn't. See, and here's where I'm going to argue, right? Logically, why not? Because it's Mark fucking Hunt. And all Mark Hunt does is windmill knockouts. Brock Brock doesn't have a chin. Brock has he been proved a little bit of a chin. No, he did not take too many shots. But here's the thing. Here's where I disagree again. Because Brock... It was never Brock's chin that lost his fights. It was the body shots. He don't like getting hit in the face, though. He has never liked getting hit I mean, in the he's face. Pretty, ever. I mean, he has never liked getting punched in the face ever. I don't. I, I agree. This, and this if is, I don't like getting punched, sorry. If I don't like getting punched in the face, Mark Hunt's the last fucking person I want. I, I agree. I agree. But the, you said the logic of it. Here's the logic of it. 
if you try to pick a guy that's coming in that hasn't fought in five, five years, years right. against the number eight heavyweight who has the heaviest hands and the hardest hitter in the entire UFC, the logic says don't pick the guy that's coming off a five-year layoff that hasn't done that in that amount of time, whose last two fights ended up in TKOs. And against the guy And against this guy who can take anybody out with a single punch. And has been knocking everybody out since he came back. That's the logic. See, but then you look at the other side of that logic of the speed of Brock Lesnar, the experience in wrestling, not WWE. I'm talking college wrestling, Olympic wrestling. It's a fucking K1 and former Pride champion. I know. I just, I maybe I don't. Maybe my logic. Well, obviously my logic is different. I suck at picking fights. Except for this fight, you picked Brock. Man. I did pick him to um, ground and pound in the first round, and I do want to say, if that first round had one more minute, it, he would have ground and pounded him out. Hey, Sarah, a lot of fights. The second round was complete garbage. Yeah, it was. And I'm going to say this. That too, second right? round was that second round should have just been a complete wash. Nobody right. won that round. No, everybody lost. There together? We yeah. lost. They lost. We lost. That was a you know, like the first round was really exciting. I honestly, the way he came out in the second round, trying to be stupid and staying toe to toe, I thought Mark was going. to... That's when I thought Mark was going to put his face in. Yeah, I, I mean, he got a couple good hands on him. First though. minute and a half, not as good as he. Not as I, I do. I do. The second was bad, but I mean, he did get hit. He got hit more than once. Yeah, look, he swelled his eyes shut. But his his that's left not, eye is swelled you know, shut. Mark yeah. Hutt does more than that. He breaks jaws. So yeah, but Brock's eyes get swelled shut in every fight. It doesn't take much for his... Because he doesn't like to get hit. He does Watch him in pro wrestling. His eyes always black, too. He just... <laughs> he blacks up easily. And he's, he's constantly red. It's just the way he works. He sweats constantly. His body turns red. He gets bruised easy. Um, but... I mean, Brock out. did the right thing. He did. Put him, put him on his ass and control. In the first and third, Brock did everything right. Absolutely. I mean, think about it. I mean, he he didn't just take him down. He picked that man up and slammed him on his yeah. back like a pillow. Well, I mean, he's a, he's a, he's a monster of a, strength-wise. I mean, and again, I don't know if you guys watched the post-fight. He's, the strength part, he's used to throwing around three, Pretty four, hard. 500-pound mm-hmm. guys. You know, he threw around Big Show was 500-plus pounds. Yeah, broke the ring. Over and over in their last, you know, last not this last one, but the one before Royal Rumble, and just throwing him around. I mean, does that part doesn't surprise me of him picking up a Mark Hunt and slamming him. I mean, it's a little different. When the I'm guys just saying, my size, you know, 270 pounds. Uh, strength wise, uh, no one's questioned Brock's strength. Yeah. I don't think we can. That's not that wouldn't be fair. Uh, it's uh, it was his ring rust experience. Uh, Last five years missing. There's a lot of things. The reason why I pick against him, I picked him because Brock's my guy. I'm a huge fan. I always have been. I love the guy to death. You've never seen all this work that Brock he does. Yet. And this is as close as you're going to see to it. Exactly. And and <laughs> they, with that one fight, he's now a ranked heavyweight in the UFC. Well, he's coming he, back. He took Mark's spot at number eight and knocked Mark down to his ten or eleven, whatever it was. Which I and, and I and I obviously I wasn't here to talk to you guys about it. This was such a huge uh, gamble for Mark Hunt to fight this fight. He it took a I, I give him a lot of respect for Brock to take this. Well, fight. not necessarily because yeah. he can fight once and walk away. He he could, yeah, but he could have. If you're going to come in for a one-off shot, and they're going to go, we're going to give you Mark Hunt. No, I want Bigfoot Silva. No, I want Stefan Street. Yeah. Nope, you bring back Jared Rolshaw. 
Brock would have lost this fight, his WWE career would have suffered big time oh, because yeah. they can't promote they a guy. They can't promote a loser. The beast. You know, now that he's won, now look what they've got on their hands. So it was a huge risk for Brock's money in WWE, which is his payday. Is, I never looked at that way. point. If, if he comes in here and loses to a Mark Hunt, then he loses to Randy Orton at SummerSlam. And, you know, he keeps putting other guys over and his career's not the same. Now that he's beat Mark Hunt and they can come in and they can say that on their television show, they have the number eight ranked UFC heavyweight yep. who just came off the biggest pay-per-view ever, and et cetera, et cetera. Now they can use that on their show because it's all true. That spikes him even further to the top. Did you guys enjoy how they threw in the checkout pay-per-view Randy Orton against Brock Lesnar? Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. I mean, that was great. That was part, that was of, the part of the deal. So yeah. WWE didn't have to promote them, but they had to promote WWE. So going back to the post-fight, um, Ruck Lesnar was up there by himself. He was funny. Yeah, he had He's his like, own look, I'm Dana White. You know, yeah. being snarky. But uh, first question was asked, is this it? One-off? Are you, you know, is it against your contract at WWE? Contracts with UFC, blah, blah, blah. The first words out of his mouth was <laughs> glorious. Yeah, well, I'm going to tell you right now. Brock Lesnar's going to do what Brock Lesnar wants to do. Right. I don't care about contracts. I love that. That was great. And it, it tells you right there, he's coming back. And he said... How can I not want to? Five years, and okay. I just took out the number eight fighter decisively. But I, I don't. I don't know. I don't against a contender, a real legitimate but who? contender. Who? If he fights for Doom, if he fights for Doom, he's not going to take him down like he took down Omar Khan. He's not going to do that to Kane. Kane so that's that's a good There's, comment. I would love to see a rematch. I don't really know if he could. I don't know what his success rate would even be against the JDS. I think mm. he's. I think he'd have JDS one JDS's too. number, um, but but it's it's all, it's all speculation because Brock has SummerSlam, he has Survivor Series, he has Royal Rumble, and he has WrestleMania. Nothing is even going to be talked about until after WrestleMania. This is all done and over with until next year, April, end of March, April, because that's there's no way they're going to miss Brock on WrestleMania. There's no way they're going to miss him at the Royal Rumble. He's not going to be able to miss those shots. Those are part of his deal. No, but he can fight at MSG. I hope so. He doesn't I mean, I mean, he doesn't Survivor Series is around there, but he could miss. Yeah, he could he miss Survivor Series. You know, the biggest one. So he, he usually does the big four, and sometimes he'll throw them in like a battleground right. or, or Money in the Bank or something. But yeah. he usually does WrestleMania, Royal Rumble, Survivor Series, SummerSlam. If he's going to miss any of them, it's going to be Survivor Series. Mm-hmm. That's the only one. You know, and I, I watched a lot of. Um, I read. I'm sorry, not watched a lot of comments on Facebook about the fights and how it was a lackluster night. People just rolled around. Let me tell you, talking with Jeff over um, text on Saturday, a fight fan is not supposed to be somebody who just loves to see knockouts, loves to see big hits. You know, what I loved about talking with Jeff was he came right out and said to me, wow, Brock looks freaking amazing for, um, for, for who he is, what he's done five years. Yeah. Not going into that. But the point was, that first round. he really looked at the technicality of what he was doing. He was pointing. He won that fight decisively. He didn't just okay. Second round was a little tough, but he didn't just lay on him. He fought him. He won the first. He yeah. won two rounds decisively. Decisively, they gave him eight. They gave him a ten-eight in the yeah. first round. But all these people on Facebook, it. I mean, the way he was striking, the domination, the takedowns, and I mean, I, I can Mark, tell it was. I don't know if it was so much Brock dominant. It's just Mark didn't do anything in the right. last round to receive a point. Right. Like right. I said, if the first round would have been about one more minute, that fight was over. Yeah, and I mean, almost finishing a guy. I mean, that's a that's a 
almost a guarantee 10-8 anyway. Yeah, he almost did. It was close. I it would give close. it a 9-9 in the fucking middle of the second the round. The second round, yeah. It was, it was a loser. Mark Hunt we said... We lost big time on that round. There wasn't much there, but he came out like a bulldog in the third. Uh, Mark Hunt said he's never been hit so hard. He, I mean, he said it. Yeah. He's like, I've never been hit by someone harder than that. And the whole side of his face, he yeah. looked like... He took a lot a of shots grape. on the ground, man. He looked Rock like was a grape. Popping them in, bringing mm-hmm. those knees to the ribs. The knees to the ribs were those really were good. those were, looked like they he were was, killing. He was throwing him. kicks too. Yeah, yeah. He stand he up, looked, he he looked kicks really good. Stand up was for being five years. I mean, yeah. think about it. Another year of training. And actually, he has other fights that he could win in the UFC for sure. But knowing Brock, he's going to want to go for these big. Fights. Well, he's thirty-eight. And what else? Yeah. Yeah. All he wants and those guys are nine now. He just had a birthday. Those, those guys at the top are not. I just don't. I don't know, man. I don't know. See, I'm, I'm fighting on that because I'm looking at the top right now and I'm thinking to myself, where, where's the stability yeah, of these fighters? Goes, if he goes to the ground over Doom, I agree with that. Going to get, he's going to take but his if, arm home or he's going to choke him out. Yeah. But if he fought Stipe right now, he would whoop Stipe's ass, in my opinion. Mm. I don't see it happening. He, he gets one oh, shot in the ground and it's longer, done. taller, ah. has some advantages over. But look, man, you're talking to the biggest Brock fan. It's, I see some difficulties with yeah, really, I see difficulties with everybody. I do, I, but I just see for Mark what he's the capable. perfect style for Brock to fight. Yeah. Because Mark on his back is like a turtle on his back. Right. He can't, he's just, he's legs, his legs are kicking, his arms are flailing. He doesn't have any ground game at all. And Mark's over 40 years old. He's not younger in his prime either. You know, Mark's got some miles on him. It was the perfect guy to put Brock against that still had a name to make sense for the fight. Brock's not going to be able to take fucking Kane to the ground. See, I don't know. I, I, I would have to fight that one, too. And even if he does, I don't I, I don't know. Dude. It's tough. I, I think you're going to see a lot more come Kane, later on. Way too quick. If he, if he can stay way healthy. Way too much cardio. And staying healthy with AKA is a big That's risk. That's always a risk, but... Brock Lesnar biggest guaranteed payday in UFC history, two point five million. Half million for this fight. It wasn't win and show, it was just show. He didn't have to win to make that money. Nope. That was guaranteed to him. I guarantee he's somewhere around ten million backside. Exactly. After we we haven't we haven't gotten official word how much this is sold yet. It probably won't come out for another couple weeks. Yeah. Uh, and I gotta say they, guys, they get like an estimate the week yeah, after we get the official word. Uh, I, I gotta say, <clears throat> it was a breath of fresh air for me to get the hell away from the McGregor hype for even a little bit and get a little bit of hype with like someone like Brock Lesnar just because it was getting so saturated. I'm the biggest money maker. 2.5 million guaranteed yeah. to walk in. That is huge. One thing while we're on this fight, did it make sense to put Tate and Nunes in the main event over? Over Brock because they swapped those. Remember Brock originally they put Brock in the main event with Hunt and Misha and Amanda was I mean, the co-main. They swapped those the day after. Do you know why? I'm not. I do. Yeah, I know why. Yeah, we, but we this is why. this is yes. Why does does it make did it make sense for them to do that? Yes. Yes and no. No, because you got a much bigger name in Brock to okay. draw and attract people, but. Misha deserved it. They're a title fighter. 
That there was an interim title fight. Yeah, there. they could have fought. Although when McGregor and uh, Edgar was in for the interim belt, but they're the only ones that were actually on the card fighting for a belt for the real belt. Yeah, exactly. Not, interim, not it was. Yeah. So that's that's and Misha's put the work in. She's put the years of. She deserved to get to have mine. That was Dana's reason for it. And and but. Five rounds. They weren't going to go five rounds. There was no way Brock Lesnar was going five rounds. It was only going to go, even when it was announced as a main event, it was still only going to go. See, and that right there to me would have been the wrong move. Because that's taken away. How many people bought the pay per view for Misha and Nunes as opposed to Brock Lesnar? Oh, for Brock. Absolutely. And this is the pay per view game, not the fight game. I've said that a million times. They don't play. They don't, this isn't the fight game anymore. It's on pay per view game. But it's not like it's not like Jeff on stage. Okay, it's not like Jeff goes on third to last and then everybody leaves. Pay per view, you already bought it. Okay, right. your ticket's paid for. Yeah. Well, so it really doesn't matter you, who drops off. Watching after Brock or not. Exactly. You pay your, yeah. So at that point, it really didn't matter. But I agree. I agree, hundred percent. I think they were still the headliner in terms of the money. Oh, definitely. Oh, sure. Uh, it was a fight but everybody yes, wanted to see. The champion should have been like I said, in it, the main event. Yeah. Logically, it made sense, you know, to put Brock there for the money. But I mean, professionally wise, you know, we should it, deserve it. And look, five round fight, she belt. She exactly. Been, she's been around. For and look how far women's have gone come yeah, in the last yeah. two years alone. I know Rousey's been the big hype, but to see a a, a, a huge UFC two hundred, you know, two hundred episodes to to make it a female pay per view main event. Mm-hmm. Is, so it's how much we've grown. It's not something Absolutely. you would have even thought of at UFC one hundred. At one hundred, no. You know, so that was. Uh, I, I, would, I could huge. see women fighting, of course, but I would have never. T- mm-hmm. I, there's not well, anything I would have said. They were already doing it in strict. Yeah, they, yeah. I can see, but it just wasn't. It didn't have the. I could see no. women fighting in the UFC, but if one one hundred came around, even one fifty came around, I would have never said that UFC two hundred is going to be headlined by two. Ever, ever. I wouldn't have made that. You know, I remember the days of the Gina Cronos and Strike Force, and I was really impressed with the way they, these women fought. But the hype just was never there. So you guys want to see Brock again? I do. No. Yeah. I do. I think he's going to do really well. I mean, he's coming back. He's still an attraction. He's still fun to watch. He's a once-in-a-lifetime kind of guy. Yeah, he is. Uh, and he gives zero fucks. Uh, so, moving on. Hey, Daniel Cormier won the fight. Oh, my God. That's pretty so much about bad. it. This fight was complete shit. Daniel Cormier looked god-awful. Yeah. Like, all that he shit talk he talked about... John Jones' performance against OSP, and you came out flatter than freaking yeah, hell. it was bad. And if you would have not taken down a guy who just got done with a sparring session and had his gallbladder out a month ago, yeah. you would have got knocked the fuck out. Who just got off his couch to sign autographs? The greatest of all time. Almost knocked him out. Anderson Silva, as you know, they always, he's the GOAT. He is, he is the GOAT. And he took this on, was it? Two days. Two three days. days. Technically three hours. Forty-eight. He signed him too, but it was three. He got 48, the call. 48, 48, well, he got the call late at night. Right. Yeah. And in Brazil, who knows how far ahead he was there. And actually, he didn't even get the call. He made the call. They made the announcement the night before. It, or the, the night before that they booked the fight. But the fight was booked on Thursday. So he got less than 48 hours notice. And he was the one that made the call to Dana. Was he? Yeah. He got done with a sparring session, saw what happened. He called Dana and he said, I take the fight. I take the fight. Very good. He looked... Flabby and awesome all at the same time. I mean, he just, they just had his gallbladder taken out. So. Cormier was, did, did not put on an exciting show. He had some great takedowns. There was a, one in particular that was that actually got a cheer out of the crowd. Yeah, he had, he had one of his good Daniel Cormier takedowns and stuff. But 
I mean, you could tell there was not an adrenaline dump, but there was a dump, in, a performance dump in general, just from the change of. No, I call it scared person. I don't think uh, he, he was scared, scared to lose to a middleweight. Anderson's not for a non-title. Yeah, Anderson's also a, he's a ranked two hundred five fighter. So I, I, I know, but I'm just saying. In, I, in, in the post fight, he even he admitted to fighting way too safe. Oh, he yeah, said, I, I, didn't, oh, he no, said no, I, "I didn't want to stand with him." Yeah, exactly, and that's why I, that's some. John Jones would have mopped the floor with that. I don't know if it was a, a, a weight situation. I think he, he had a bad weight cut too because he wanted to fight at two twenty. Oh, he did. Yeah. yeah. See, I didn't when, hear this when, stuff when they dropped. Oh, yeah, dude. When they when they announced John wasn't going to fight and they tried to, he wanted they were booking Anderson. Daniel wanted it at. at what did he do? Go eat a bunch of freaking can- candy and. No, he just ice had cream? a lot of weight to cut. Hmm. So Anderson weighed in one ninety eight. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Daniel wanted to fight at two twenty and. Uh, or maybe it was at two fifteen. It was a catch weight for sure. Okay. Yeah. And Daniel was like, no. It's not happening. That liver kick. The one from Anderson? Third, yeah. third round. Yeah. That liver it kick. bent over. Cormier. I was hoping he could capitalize on I that. I tell you what. he didn't have many opportunities to strike Cormier. Well, the ones, that, the ones that he had, he really took advantage of. Uh, especially that one, that front kick yeah. in particular that, that peeled him over, man. He was, if Anderson Silver wasn't coming off the couch three days earlier... He Got that liver kick like he did. Thirty seconds later, the fight would have been over. Oh, of he course, was pretty buddy. gassed. I mean, he had hard to say. But I mean, Anderson Silva with a six-week camp, as opposed to Anderson Silva coming off a gallbladder removal of forty-eight hours uh, notice. Well, obviously, it's going to be a different fight. Yeah, losing this fight brought Anderson back. It's weird, but watching him fight the way he did this fight literally. Brought Anderson back to the forefront of what he is to the sport, and I think every fan saw that and appreciated it. Boo birds were heavy in this fight. They were not impressed with Cormier's tactic. They I was not impressed with Cormier's tactic. Who wasn't? What'd you say? They wanted to see a show. No, the boo what? The boo birds. The boo birds. You never heard that expression? Before? No. Huh? It's a pretty common expression. The what, in they sports. start booing just because someone they're not fighting why, the way they want to. I not know this. I don't know. Why the do boo birds. I've never heard of boo birds. <laughs> But they I were was wondering heavy. if you made the wrong words. Then. No, there were several times in this fight, I don't know if you guys seen it too, where I thought the ref missed a chance to stand away. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, More than I once. think there was probably several. two or three, maybe four chances that I thought that, you know, they, they laid him down too long. He should have, yeah. you know, like 30 seconds before, 20 seconds before, stood him up. I mean, he stood up a couple times, but I thought mm-hmm. there was many missed opportunities in that fight. To get the fight back on its feet and get going a little I more. I agree. I agree 100%. Cormier looked like hot garbage. I'm, I'm, I'll stand by it. I mean, oh, he, he controlled him 100%. great. 100%. Fine. But he looked like hot garbage. I have never been, and I'll never be, so bored. a Cormier fan. I don't like Do Cormier. I respect that he jumped onto this fight in a very, very big lose-lose situation for Cormier? Lose this fight lose to middleweight. What's I'm saying, I, and I and I respect that too. They weren't going to pay him for not fighting. No, you know, I we were talking before the fight. I I do agree now more talking to you about it. They cut his pay in half, like you said. He chose to fight. You it's know, decision. You know, and they did. They talked about the fact that Cormier did get his pay cut, and and Jones of all people thought it was right. And Jones, whatever you have to say about anything right now, shove it. You got no business talking about anybody's anything. Yeah. Dope fiend. Um, but Corbier didn't have to take it. He didn't have to agree to the terms. He didn't have to do anything. He took it. 
He took the pay cut because he just wanted to be on the card, one, and two, he wanted some kind of payday. He paid a lot of people. He stole for half a million dollars. I still think I should have given that to Musasi. I would have loved to see Musasi, but I understand this fact. We said that, you know, that would have left uh, Santos without a fighter that was, you know, Cormier Cormier did not want nothing to do with anybody that was ready. Period. That's my opinion. Cormier didn't want anybody that was ready. Gegard Musasi and Cormier would have been a much different fight to get another outstanding wrestler. Musasi would have fucked him up. That's what I think, too. The way Cormier looked at that fight, I think so. So what happened with um, Johnson? Didn't didn't Cormier say he'd fight Johnson? He didn't want the fight? Yeah. I don't know what happened with that one. I know when Rumble's name was thrown think, out there. I don't, I don't think they ever. I don't think that no Rashad and Ryan Bader's names were thrown out there huge, but I never heard Rumble Johnson because I don't think they wanted to pull him off that card. Which card is he? Him and Glover fighting in August. That's right. Okay. Okay. They're and the winner's gonna. Yes. Yeah, they were fighting. They can't fight. afford to miss to have Rumble off that card. No, and and what do you do? You you do you want to do a rematch of Rumble and? And him, on a short notice like that? No, he already killed Rumble like that. And you're not going to put Shara in there? No. I would have much rather have Anderson in there than have a Rumble at 48 hours. Yeah, I would have too. But I, like, like well, Aaron Dana White was, said there was about nine fighters that jumped the gun. Well, yeah, Bisping, Bisping offered, Henderson offered, Rashad, or Rashad offered. Would want that kind of Bader, Bader threw his name out there. Musasi was talked about. Obviously, uh, Silva got the fight. I, ne- I never heard Rubble or Tashera's name thrown around. I didn't see Justison got see brought up once, but I don't think he was in any condition to fight. Uh, it was Harrison. It's hard to pick a guy out that especially that weight class, forty-eight hours notice against the champion, and so on and so mm-hmm. forth, uh, because they're not going to get a shot at the belt. It was only to have a fight on the card. Yeah, it's hard to get someone like that. You know, if, if someone's going to get the fight of the champion, they're going to want to be for the belt. Right. Of course. So, so what this do for Silva? Nothing. Nothing? I mean... Made $600,000. Gave him a little bit of some good, you know, not that he wasn't already, but got him a little more good grace with the UFC so he can... I think it won him back a lot more fans. I mean, maybe it didn't hurt him. It definitely didn't No, that's what I'm saying. That's, that, I guess that was my point to what does this do for him. I think what it did was put him back into a really nice star status. People were absolutely loving to see him on that card. To jump the way he did, two days notice... I think his next fight's going to be a nice... The crowd was hot for him. did that for him, coming back off of that. The crowd was hot for him in that fight, Yeah, even though he lost that fight, he was... Yeah, I think think he won that fight, technically, but... No. No, I mean, the knockout, he could have... What? Cormier gets the victory. Um, Anderson. Anderson's going to be able to... Can always write his own ticket, man. If he wants to get a fight against a guy, they're going to give it to him because he's Anderson Silva. He sells pay-per-views. He's the GOAT. He's the guy. I mean, he's a future Hall of Famer. What else can you say about him? He did as best as he could on 48 hours notice. Well, he got laid on for three rounds by 250 pounds. Right. So, you know... Oh, either there, way, there are way better fights on this card we can take up time to talk about because that fight was shit. You mean yeah, like Aldo and This one was Edgar? good. This was a good fight. Yeah. This was a really good fight. Jose Aldo gets the uh, majority decision, uh, 48, 47, 49, 46, and 49, 46, respectively, over Frankie Edgar. Pure dominant performance on the part of Jose Aldo. Yes. Bell to Bell, just very dominant. Total strikes, they're dead even. Frankie threw 267, although only threw 193, so 
They're almost more accurate. More, much more accurate. Uh, significant strikes are dead on as well. I mean, although landing 80 and uh, Frankie landing 79%. The difference maker was the takedown defense of Jose mm-hmm. Aldo, stuffing all 11 takedown attempts by Frankie Edgar. Yeah, he was his takedown defense was in It was on battle. point that night. And a lot of people said, even you know, you even said something before the show started ever about Frankie Edgar's performance. I don't necessarily think Frankie performed badly. I thought he looked good. I thought he was, you know, he's crisp. Obviously, he, you know, he was was landing his strikes. The only, you know, the significant strikes were up there too. I just think Aldo <coughs> was just one step ahead of him. And, and yeah, I think he was just overshadowed. Aldo had but the locked gun control, exactly, and he had the aggression. It definitely was not a bad performance on Frankie's part. It was just a much superior performance on the part Very of Aldo. So. I was pulling more for Edgar because I'd like to see Edgar and McGregor. I would too. I'd much rather see Edgar and McGregor than Aldo and, and McGregor I a, sec- a second time around. I, I want to see that second it's, time around. It's the a first time to me was a fluke. It's a fresh fight between Edgar and McGregor. It's something we haven't seen before. Frankie's a very much a crowd favorite. McGregor's like a tweener. You know, but don't you, many you people don't... love him. Many people hate him. I think it's been a great oh, uh, headlining fight. You really don't think uh, Aldo McGregor is not just as fresh? I mean, thirteen seconds really doesn't make a fight. I mean, I, I'm being honest. Like that I, that I, fight I, to me I'd was like, like to see the Edgar. I'd like to see them two throw a few punches first before we can say it was a real you know big fight. I mean, they both threw one punch and one got the better of the two. What happens? But I really happens? do believe Edgar's gonna or uh, Aldo, I'm sorry, is gonna put on a hell of a performance against McGregor. Let alone if he doesn't beat him, he he could knock him out. I always like fresh fights. I always like yeah, ones I, I haven't seen before. Is that the way it is for you? Rematches. Uh, uh, rematches are fine. But well, he earned it in the, in the sense. Uh, it wasn't just a given. But I, I prefer to see something new that I haven't seen before. Two different styles, two worlds colliding. Frankie's. Uh, uh, you know, he's not going to go anywhere, Frank. He's not. He's going to still be in that title hunt. He might have to, you know, put together another three, four, five. Uh, who knows with that division. If, right. You know, McGregor's been the champion for years, never defended it. Well, I mean, you got Aldo, then Mendez is going to be gone for a while. Lamas is really no threat at the top. They're going to chuck Pettis in there somewhere, but he's yeah. probably going to get his ass kicked. Yeah. So, I'm not so much interested in McGregor Pettis no. as I am him and, and Edgar. I would much rather watch him and Edgar as well. But, I mean, Aldo could, uh, to your point, he could come out. It could be a different fight. He's got a legit shot. Um, oh, and he's going to you know, get the next title shot regardless right. uh, of what I want to see. But... Uh, We'll see what happens after that one and where McGregor goes if he even retains the belt. You know, that's just it. I, I'm not trying to compare a McGregor-Diaz fight against an Aldo-Edgar fight, but if you look at McGregor against Diaz and then you look at Aldo against Edgar and you put those two together, I look at it as McGregor better watch out because he could easily get exactly what Diaz to him. He could get hurt bad. Fighting you know, Jeff and I were kind of texting that. We were texting that back and forth, kind of talking about the McGregor Aldo thing. And all, even Jeff was like, "I haven't seen Aldo look this good in a few years." Uh, Aldo looked—he looked outstanding. Outstanding. He looked awesome. Leg kicks, crisp. 
That double knee. Point. He got yeah. pain back with that double knee. You don't get to see very uh, often. Take down the fence. Perfect. I really, Absolutely I said to perfect. Jeff, I, I, I'm going to say it, like I said to him on the text, McGregor's in trouble. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But this fight uh, went the distance, all five rounds, new interim featherweight champion, Jose Aldo Jr. Yep. Uh, Well-earned, well-deserved. Second time around as a featherweight champion of some sort. Yeah. My God, those guys don't gas. He did a hell of a job in that fight against a game opponent, and he earned that victory. The the fact that uh, Frankie lost isn't going to hurt him much. I don't think he's still going to be... One of their top guys in that division. It doesn't set him back at all, really. I mean... Like you said, look down the line. Who, who can beat Edgar right now? Let's look at that. You he, know? Saw, he had some interesting matchups. Yeah, absolutely. In that division. But, I mean, like, you, you can't see a dominant... Besides the Alder McGregor, who's... Kevin Lamas can fight. That'd, yeah. be a, that'd be a bully. It'll be a good fight for him. Absolutely. So, new interim featherweight champion, Jose Aldo Jr. Yeah. So, this fight... First fight of the main card... Picking up performance of the night with a uh, KO. A dominant. Uh, this fight KO. shocked me personally. Not me. I, it shocked me. I couldn't, I, I didn't expect this. Why? I, Travis you, Brown is a very stout fighter. He's have strong. Have you watched him fight since he left Jackson Winklejohn? Yes, and, I, and I'm not going to fight with you on that. I, I do know where you're coming from. Uh, especially when he fought against... Uh, Andre Arlovsky? No, no, right after that. Uh, Mitrione. He looked like a bag of hell. But he's looked like shit in every fight since he left. But Jackson he's such left. a stout fighter. I did, did okay, did you really think you were gonna see Kane Velasquez walk in there and do a roundhouse kick to his face? Who saw that coming? Nobody. I saw the victory. I saw the dominance. Maybe not. I'm just saying maybe like not, the speed. Maybe not the speed, but I mean Kane's known for his high kicks and stuff. He's got well, you know, the, high kick power. It was just it was. He, he trains at the American Kickboxing Academy. It so. was crazy to see his speed. I mean, it's been a couple years since you've seen Kane really fight a good fight. Well, it's been a couple years since you've seen Kane fight. Well, I mean, he, he, yeah, his Verdun fight deal. was pretty, pretty awful. Right, and that was his last fight. He says he wants the champion. Travis Brown. He is, can say all he wants. Well, prove yeah. it. You got to go sure Verdun first. A lot of guys, especially coming off wins, say, "I want the champion now." Who's you know? he fighting in Cleveland? Oh, uh, he's fighting Alistair. That's right, he's fighting over him. Yep. Go ahead, get, get your rematch over Doom then. Cool. Get the fight that you got, that you got hurt and couldn't fight in the rematch, and they had to throw Stipe in. Oh, I know, they tried to throw Stipe in, and then Verdum backed out. Yep. So then they booked it officially. Go fight Verdum, then talk to the yep. championship. Stay healthy. Stay, Stay healthy. healthy. Number one. Stay healthy. Absolutely. Move gyms. Go beat. <laughs> yeah. Get out of AKA. Don't I was just real. surprised. I, I thought Travis Brown had a good chance here. And that, no. this, again, this Here's, goes back to me with my epiphany that I suck at picking fights. Yes, these are what me and David have been trying to tell you for a long time. <laughs> you don't have to rub it in. I'm giving myself enough. I know, okay? but how is it taking this long for you to Be- accept it? Because I don't like to accept things. I know. Right. Have we not been there? Had, I know. You, did you Have you gone back? Did you watch the fight go back? Because I know you were in and out of the Yeah, I did. Okay. Uh, did, I did, watch did you notice in the walkouts? Every time the camera kind of caught or was on Edmund, he hit. Oh, I, oh, yeah. I didn't notice that. Go back and watch it again, man, because... Oh, is that who's training him, huh? 
Yeah, that's why he sucks so bad. He's been training with Edmund ever since he hooked up with fucking Ryan. We didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, that's awful. Jackson Wake. He switched from one of the best camps. Jackson Wake is one of the best camps you can have. To a guy that is just horrible. And all his fighters get knocked out. So you win in the fight. A bum. Yeah, absolutely. Go back and watch the walkouts and stuff, and then like. When they're first coming in the tunnel, he's up front, and then he sees the camera, and he kind of turns and then tries to hide. Good luck. I didn't notice that. And then when they go, when they get to the cage, and Travis is getting greased up and everything like that, like Edmund's trying to hide, like he does not try to get his face on that camera. I didn't even notice. Oh that. my I mean, god, it it stuck out to me like a sore thumb. I was like, look, guys, <laughs> and I even texted Ryan. And I was like, Ryan, did you see how Edmund never wanted to be shown on camera? And he was like, Yeah, I saw that. I was like, all right, get him. But I'm not the only one. <laughs> so I'd have to change all the subjects. Was Rhonda there? I don't. She wasn't cage side. I, I didn't think so. They never, at least they never showed her on her camera. Or you know yeah. how they, they will show the celebrities and their flight. Right. Yep. I didn't see her Man, on, on that. You figured that. And she wasn't in this corner. No. Uh-uh. I, again, I, I I thought Brown had a better chance. Maybe I'm just uh, Mr. Rousey's a bum now, man. This yeah, person, Mr. Rousey is a complete bum. He's he worst mistake of his life was changing camps, um, losing that that outstanding Winkle John uh, Jackson. Where you fan. had all the success. I don't all yeah. the success. Hmm. Kane absolutely dominant flurries. Beat the pants off of two seconds left. That was it. Yeah. Kane with the TKO. That was a good. It was a good finish for Kane. It was a good so performance. Great he well, performance. He earned that performance, and it was a great performance by him. He absolutely dominated. Oh, he looked him. great. He was fast, light on his feet. He looked like the Kane of old. Yep. Got was great. On track too. That was a great main card. That was a, it was a good main card. You know. Aside from Cormier Silva. Yeah. And not so much not even so much the Cormier or the Silva part. Well, what was Silva gonna do? Yeah. Like, Two hundred and fifty pounds laying on you. Oh. This fight I was completely off on. Uh Juliana Pena picks up the uh tw- the majority decision, unanimous. 29-28, 29-28, and 29-28 across the board. But at that first round. I just don't like her. That's <laughs> that, all I kept saying on the show. It's uh, not that she's not a good fighter. I just can't stand her. She ultimate earned. fighter winner? When yeah. She, she, the, she was oh. undefeated, too, as an ultimate fighter winner. They got to stop letting her talk, though. Yeah, I know. Oh, I, I, I watched uh, that no. entire season. Don't, man. No, no, not just that. After the the post fight, fight yeah. interview, don't let her talk. No, her voice is so annoying. It made me want to stab <laughs> hot pokers in my ears and kick kittens. Uh, very precise, 86% striking. I mean, she was, maybe they weren't all significant, obviously only 12 significant strikes, but she was very active. Now, but if you watch that fight, that first round, Pena had nowhere to go on that first round. Zingano controlled that first round, and then it just went all downhill from there. I thought that's how, I honestly thought that was going to be the story of the fight, continuing on the second and third. I don't know. Why Cat changed her game plan? Yeah, I don't know what happened. Uh, but she, she went on a different route after that first round, and, and she was so successful in that mm-hmm. first round. Well, I don't know why. Pena got she very strong on her, on her ground, though. 
Yeah. Pena got very strong on the ground. Pena's a very accomplished wrestler. Absolutely. Extremely accomplished wrestler. And she looked very strong in this fight, opposed Mm -hmm. to previous fights, in my opinion, where she's been kind of soft, but technical. Mm -hmm. She's won off technicality. This fight, she looked a lot stronger. Lots of control. A lot of control. control. Second Uh, and third round. They're both, you know, two to three takedowns each. I mean, they were both playing the ground game a little bit, but uh, the story was the activity, the aggression, and the control. By far, I mean, it was uh, Pena's night. There's a dominant performance on, on Julia Pena's part. Good for her. I just can't stand you. I, I'm, I, I like Kat. I'm a, I'm a fan of Kat's. Um, she's had a lot of struggles oh, first uh, outside of, of the, the tons, octagon. Tons of problems. Injuries. Um, you know, she's went through. So, you know, she, had, she came in with this real heavy uh, into this fight. She mm-hmm. had to take away a lot of weight. I uh-huh. mean... Uh, you see the transformation photos. I posted them on our page if you want to go back and look at them. She had to work hard to get to this fight. It wasn't her night. Nope. It wasn't her night. I don't know what you do with Kat. I don't know what you do with Juliana. Um, Kat, she, it's time to start back at square one. I think she needs to just uh, get a few more fights under her belt before she even thinks about going to that top level. You know, it's yeah. unfortunate, too, because we talked about it before the... Before we recorded, Kat Zangano on this card actually is the one person that knocked out both title holder and contender yeah. mm-hmm. on the card. So a win for Zangano here could oh, yeah. easily set her, her, right, set right, her up. right up to a, mm-hmm. a rematch with the now set champion Nunez. Yeah, so I mean, it was. It, it, now, I think she lost a lot more than what she probably knew. Now we're staring down at some point a possibility of teammates having a fight because Juliana and Misha are going to have to fight each other. Eventually. I think so too. Yeah, I definitely think so. That's too. actually a good, uh, good matchup. Uh, yeah, it's a good call. But you know, good job for Pena. I like I said after that first round. Pena. Very good win for Pena. I really helped her a lot. Yeah, I, I actually called this fight a um, first round ground and pound by Zingano, and she almost got there. She almost got there about four minutes in. And a lot of significant strikes isn't going to get the job done where, when you only throw a 37 total in the entire fight. She just didn't have... And it was all in the first round. Yeah, there was just nothing left of her in two and three. Oh, she had no gas. And, again, the women main eventing the prelims. Yep. yep. You know, women on top of the main card and the prelims. Well-deserved, too. Especially Very well-deserved. When you look at this uh, prelims... Ugh. Johnny Hendricks. But here's here's a fighter that is done. Done. I, I don't think Hendricks has it left in him to be any kind of contender. Not at one seventy. Um, but he's got to he's got to go up. Uh, so that a lot of people are calling for him to go up to eighty five. I don't like it though. I don't like that. It's not a good spot for him. No, it's not. I he agree. doesn't have a good spot anymore. No, that I don't know. Left hand is done. Yeah. Like, he has nothing left in that left hand. Is it me or does he look like he's aged thirty years in two years? Yes. Yes. It, just, it looks awful. Yeah. Like his st- now here's here's my question, and I'm not trying to revert, but Peds. No. We talk about Peds. Well, really? hold on. Let me let me give me a Johnny? second. Just give me a second. You look at him in 2013. The the size of him, he looked like a big rig. You looked at him this past Saturday night. He he looks like a Belfort now. He's soft. His mass has been. Delivered down. I'm telling you, I see it. That's my opinion, he's, but I see older. it. He's older. He's a lazy bastard. He doesn't no, eat right. His, his body, his metabolism and body is shot from... So nothing to you years. guys see somebody trying to get away from 
I enhancements. Don't so. I don't think so. No? All right. I, I just, he looked awful. He's looked awful. He looked awful. It's been three years. It's not been, it's not been such a, it wasn't like, Vitor's was a drastic drop. I wasn't trying to compare. He cycled on and cycled. Like, this has been a slow go. Johnny has not been great as a fighter since the last Robbie fight. Sure. Three years ago. Which I two years thought he won. Yeah, you talked about Mm -hmm. him being, you know, big in 13 and now, I mean, we were talking about a three year downward spiral of a lot of health issues. Yeah. Poor eating, bad choices, you know, limited cardio. He doesn't take care of himself like he should. Um, it was a slow progression to get to this point. It wasn't like it went from here to there overnight. Mm-hmm. It took him. It was over a matter. Of and that's one of the things I thought that when I was watching the fight. Like, why do you look like such a bad shit? Kelvin and Kelvin Gastelum's a young fighter. He's hungry. He's making weight now. He's very skilled. Um, Johnny has suffered, has struggled against those young, unique fighters. Look what happened against Wonder Boy. Right. Had nothing to, to do with that. Uh, had no answer. For Wonder Boy, he had no answer even, for Kelvin either. You don't even rely on his wrestling anymore. You're a four-time All-American. I know. A two-time <laughs> national champion. I, I don't know why. I mean, he, he attempted, I mean, at least he attempted some takedowns in this fight. Yeah, 106, 105. Yeah. But that's just it. You know, wrestler to wrestler. This should have been a dominant performance by Johnny Hendricks. Uh. In oh, terms so of Kelvin's a stud, man. Well, oh, yeah, he is. I agree. He, the only reason he's got the losses on his belt is because he couldn't make weight. It was weight issues. It was weight issues. Yeah. I mean, the Tyrone Woodley fight is proof of that. Um, right now, if 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 he could have been the Kevin Gaslam of now, throughout his very short UFC career, he'd be number two. He was younger than. I mean, he, for, he's, he's the youngest now. UFC. He's the youngest UFC um, Ultimate Finale winner ever, at twenty one years old. He's a hell of an athlete. Yeah, oh, yeah. He's very skilled. He's I picked him to smart. I actually picked and him to win my decision on this one. Now he's making weight properly. Mm-hmm. He's got that. He had. He's got that figured out. That problem that he had. Uh, he was. They, they threatened to move him up. You know, not they didn't, by his, They did move him up one. Yeah, one he fight. had a fight, and then he got to come back. They threatened yeah. to move him up, not by his choice. Right. You know, they wasn't right. going to have any say in it. When he moved up to do that, it was by his choice. He had, he knew what he had to do. They were threatening to put him up there. Regardless of right. what he said, it's either fight up there or don't fight at all. Yeah. Johnny's got to go. Up. So why wouldn't they do that to somebody like Johnny? Because it's Johnny. Because Johnny hasn't missed. Because he's got star power. He, he missed by a quarter he, pound. But he, and he's only—I mean—he struggled with weight. But well, he's, he dropped he's out of the fight because of weight, because of the deer. He said, you know, the deer meat. Right. Uh, but he's, he's only. But he hasn't. You can't force a fighter to go up if he hasn't missed weight. He may have bad cuts. He may he's not had, have a problem. He's had more cuts than the weight. Now he's missed weight. But Calvin missed weight. But he's missed like continuously five pounds. Five pounds. Three in a row. Pounds. Yeah, he was like three fights in a row. Him and Lineker. Lineker had to move up to 35 because he couldn't make 25. Yeah. But he kept. He would miss weight and then he would go knock somebody out. Uh, Hendricks looked like junk. Pure junk. I don't care to see Hendricks uh, fight in the UFC anymore. I don't either. I don't even want to see him at 85 because he's going to get destroyed. Yeah, he will. Destroyed. Yeah. I agree with you guys 100%. Kel- it was still, I mean, by the numbers, it was a good win for Kelvin. Great win for Kelvin. Uh, I mean, I'll boosts not... him up there. It was, I think it was 12, something like that. Yeah, we was trying 12. Uh, this is going to put him up in that top 10 spot. Yeah, you know, for sure. Johnny will drop out of the top. Well deserved. Uh, I mean, the dude deserves it. Kelvin Gaslam is, is a legit fighter. Absolutely. Legit stud fighter. Young. And young. Hungry. He's got a lot of time ahead of him. 
angry. He's very much a hybrid fighter, and he's yep. got uh, great, great very technique, good technique yeah. on hands and ground. I mean, he's, he's I a love raw, great fighter. Oh, here's another fight you picked, Rob. You know, and here's and this goes back to what I was saying to you guys um, uh, pre-record. I really <laughs> took some time, and I didn't pick off of heart. I actually... I went back and I looked at replays of fights. Did so you, it went off your heart. Did you go back? <laughs> no. Did you go back and look at how long it had been since Rafael himself fought? How many? How much space in between his fights? Yeah, but what he did to Dillashaw in his first fight you was know, years ago. Yeah, that was, yeah, yeah, that was before Dillashaw won the title. I know, I know, but I, I, I have not. Dillashaw has had not fought since 2014. That doesn't say much that Dillashaw couldn't finish him then. He's just not a finisher though. Really Come on, right. give me something here. Yeah, I picked. I picked off of, of, of technique for myself. Yeah, you're right. He didn't, he didn't finish him. Instead, he just won every round 10 to 7. Just, I mean, it was, it was 10 across the board. Just man. across the board completely dominant. I will, I will destroyed, walk out of here. I swear. He destroyed him. He fucking every step oh, No, he did. He did. He, of course he did. And, and His movement was... I mean, TJ's got... He's, he switches orthodox to uh, southpaw so often. You know, he's he never stays still. He's always moving. He's always got you know his, his hands are always and he, he's always flicking it up here to to bait a man. I mean, Look at that significant strike, man. Sixty four yeah. to out of seventy two strikes landed, sixty four of them significant. And while yes, Javier Asensio was fifty two and forty nine significant, but still, it was a good fight. Honestly, uh, domination. Asensio didn't have a chance in hell. His aggression wasn't there, and his control wasn't there. And I don't mean ground control. I mean the octagon control. TJ constantly backed him up. He was he was putting him in the spot that he wanted. He was using his his constant foot movement to chase down a sunset. I mean, he just he just he dominated them from the time that they started to the time that they finished. Yeah, yeah, he did. I picked Desantio. I did. I thought this. I personally thought this fight should have been the prelim. Uh, main event. Yeah, I was going to say that earlier yeah. when you talked about the women. Shut up. Uh, no, nothing against Ngannou Pena. You know, no, I'm glad they got the opportunity, yeah. but to me, this was the main event of the preliminary fights. So are we going to see a Dillashaw rematch? Man, maybe. Depends. It, He's biting for it. He just he deserves it. Me. I mean, he deserves it. He should have gotten immediate. He should have gotten it before Faber did, but... I disagree with that. That made sense. Why? Because he had won four fights in a row, knocking off everybody in the top no, three. No, Who in the top three did Uriah Faber beat in that way up? He went up in weight class and got his ass kicked by Frankie Edgar, and he had fought some bullshit people. He had not fought, he has not fought a top-ranked competitor. Yeah, he did. Ooh. Yes, he did. Damn it, you put me on the spot, and I can't even tell you. I'll wait. <laughs> Where's the Sun Song going now? Because he was number three and just lost to number one. Rematch with Caraway. That would be a good fight. Because Caraway's coming up now. I mean, as much as I don't like him, he's, he is on the upswing. He's bad on the upswing for sure. I um, like him even though there was, Even though Cody Fister was screaming to get his hands on him. Or not Cody Fister. I'm sorry, not Cody Fister. Garbrandt. Garbrandt, thank you. Yeah, Garbrandt. yeah. yeah. Garbrandt's a dangerous Garbrandt's the next guy in that division. As far agree. as I'm concerned, um, I'm still waiting for you to talk. I, I can't. I can't. <laughs> there is because there isn't anybody. You know what? I'll just say this: I, I still believe Uriah deserved it. No, because they were one and one. So it was the fight to watch. 
I I'm not. Yeah, look at look at look at how <laughs> yeah. look at how competitive. Oh, he was. Was compared to how competitive Dillashaw oh, was, was off. Dillashaw and Cruz was amazing. Was and and, and you could have went either way. Yeah, it could have went either way. So I mean, I I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna rebuttal. Uh, I, I think Dillashaw would be good. Backpedal. Yeah. <laughs> well, rebuttal to my own mistakes. Uh, but, but this next this next fight. Um, if you remember last week when we were reading over some of my notes. Uh, what was my notes, the, my entire notes for this fight? I hope Enrique Marion chokes him out. <laughs> that was it. That's all the notes I took Dude, for this I was fight. screaming when he got into those two sub attempts. With the arbor. I was like, finish him! I don't know how how uh, Sage Northcutt got on that arbor. Because he's a strong as shit young man. Yeah, you can be as strong as you want. You two are haters. But, but once you pull You're just an back so far. He's not that talented. He is that talented. He's no. just annoying. He's not that talented. Okay. All right. How, what about him is not talented? His UFC fights, or the fact that he's been a black belt in karate since he he could. For those do that. you guys can't see me, I'm giving Everett the fucking air jerk off thing because I don't care about a black belt in karate. No, but I'm saying he's he's that talented. Everybody in the UFC has a black belt in something. Not when they were knee high to a June bug. But that, he's not fighting that. Knee high to a June bug. He's fighting. I'm just trying to figure out the he's hate. That's all bit. I'm trying to do. It, it was, it the was, hate is the, the hate fact is that the hype. He was so that's part of it. The hype. hyped for no reason. And exactly, he's fought nobody. Tell me he would have that kind of success against a guy like Will Brooks. Tell me he would have that kind of success against a guy like Kevin Lee. <sighs> nope. I don't know. Nope. Give him that. Get, if, if, please, me. I've been screaming for Kevin Lee. You've been saying that for a long time. I'd love to. All see I him. want is Kevin Lee to get his hands on Sage Northcutt. All I want is Sage Northcutt to fight some contenders exactly. to see what he's made of. Exactly. If he goes against those contenders, prove me wrong. And it's not even a matter of proving you're right or wrong, man. It's just a matter of proving himself. And right. To what we have to see, it's not the fact that we say that there's he has no chance. It's the fact that we want to see him against. Someone that's ranked with someone that has Show some experience behind him, you know. Not, even if, yeah, even not if you Enrique lose. Marin. I mean, even if you a lose, name. Even if you lose to a top contender, give him a good fight. Give him a fight, and I'll still give him credit. I'll for respect it. you for it. But the fact that you just continuously get shoved down my throat when you beat nobodies, and you almost got fucking tapped out yeah. by Ricky freaking Marin. Ricky Who? Martin. Ricky Martin. Enrique <laughs> Iglesias. Who? Exactly. Ah, that armbar that Enrique Marin put in there was tight. Beautiful. It was, not, it was deep. Good on Sage for getting out. Sage's credit, he did not. Uh, like the last he time said, out. when Sage tapped out, it was uh, immediate. He didn't. He no. didn't even try to get out. He just as soon as he was stunk, he tapped. Yep. This time he kept poise. He like he had some experience behind his belt. And he does. Act like you've been there before. And sorry. he rolled and he did a perfect maneuver to roll out of it. Yep. Um, so who did was, you actually pick for this fight, Sage? Sage. You both did. Yep. Yeah. I told you, I'm un- I was yeah. undefeated until Julian Pena and Zangano. I had predicted every fight correctly until then. And then I went two out of five on the main card. So I should have been, you went to bed on the main card. Not really. Yeah, you only missed three fights the whole card. Yeah, I missed three fights the entire card. Damn. Not just three fights on the main. Why game. couldn't just for once this go my role? Because just you, once. Because it's, it's not gonna. It's not gonna. <laughs> Why couldn't Vitor Belfort um, not get kicked in the face by Anderson Silva? But it happened. All in all, the prelims on my birthday. Great prelims. Yeah. Great prelims. I mean, the, the, the card alone was great. 
Gaslam uh, really showed me a lot of good. I mean, it maybe wasn't 100% best Hendrix we've ever seen, but Gaslam showed me a lot of what he he's gained a, a over the last few years yeah. in terms of uh, his style and his experience Absolutely. and uh, his timing. Big, big feather in the cap for Kevin Gaslam. And he's, um, he's going to do nothing Bill but Sun Tzu, outstanding. Right. And we still got three fights on the prelims. I don't, early, I don't want to talk about a single one of these. Well, why not? Because you <laughs> missed the ball. <laughs> oh, my God. God. Uh, I missed this one. Um, and this one, uh, Joe Lozon got performance of the night. Nobody before. saw this. It was Loz- Jeff saw this one. You called a knockout yeah. on this one? I didn't call a knockout, no, but I called, called I called Lozon taking it in the first round. In the first round? I thought he was going to sell him. Oh, really? I thought he was gonna, if he was going to win, uh, it was going to be by submission. Wow. I, was, I thought he was going to take him to the ground and sell him because Joe is... He's outstanding with uh, the gym, yeah. And don't get me wrong, Diego has got a really good rear naked choke, but jujitsu overall, he ain't even. Lozon. He's not even the same wow. class with Joey Lozon. And I didn't really get the chance to, I, and I haven't done it really at all, discuss my reasons of certain picks or who I wanted to actually pick. This fight was the hardest fight for me to choose. Not me. It was easy. Because I, they're both such. Animals. I well, think I, this I, is the I only one. I didn't see more out of this one. Um, I didn't know if it, I didn't think it finished so as quickly as I, it no, did. I didn't see it ending as quickly as it yeah. did. As far as by knockout, I thought for sure Joe was going to tap it. When I yeah, if, the, if Joe was going to win, I was definitely convinced it was going to be by submission because he's such an outstanding grappler. Yep. Uh, if it was going to be in a fist fight, I mean, don't get me wrong, Joe can hold his own mm-hmm. in, in a fist fight, but Diego is just he's explosive. He's he's got a, a chin of granite. I mean, he's, he loves to get hit in the face. Yeah, had a hard cut. Did you see yeah, that interview? Yeah. Oh my god! I, again, watching the fights, talking to Mister Dempsey, and he comes on, and I was like, "Who the hell is the guy that they got saying that's Diego Sanchez? Did he have some kind of surgery? Because he looked god awful. <laughs> like his face looked. It looked like he had, had like, Bru- Yeah, mm-hmm. it looked like he had Bruce Jenner surgery. His yeah. face looked like fucking terrible. And I'm not talking about Bruce Jenner transgender surgery. I'm talking about the botch facelift, ladies and gentlemen. Don't send don't, yeah. don't send your hate. Yeah, don't send. Yeah, send your hate so. to Everett. <laughs> um, Diego Sanchez. <laughs> Diego is a veteran, and he's going to continue to get fights like this. Diego's not going to be. Though? Yeah, of course. Uh, early prelims, they great spot for him. Might let him go. He's talked about getting. He's been talking about retiring because of head oh, trauma. Oh, he retired. That's one thing. He needs to retire. He's been talking about trauma. it. I read a really big article before he, he fought this fight. He actually went in and got tested for brain, uh, went in and got a CT scan done on his brain before this fight because of, what movie was it? Seven? Seven Pounds? No, there was that. I'm sorry. Will Smith? The, yeah, it's, um, I can't think of it. It's the one about concussions. Though. Yeah, the one about, uh, again, about the concussions. That movie scared him so bad. He went and got a CT scan done, and it should scare. Although he has no a, any injuries, it really put himself in perspective from ten years from now. So I personally, this might be the last time you see him in the UFC. It might be. I mean, he's not been on the winning side of things lately. Not bad. I mean, I mean with loss, I guess we lost one. This is this is what I'm talking about. Why it's gonna? He's the. He's the guy for like the early prelim spot. He's a, he's a veteran. Uh, people like to see him, and he does that 
the win-loss dance. Win-loss, win-loss. He doesn't string anything together, so he's not going to be a contender. But he's a name, and as long as he wants to keep fighting, this is going to be the kind of spot and the kind of opponents he's going to keep getting right. win or lose until he decides or you know, until his contract's up or decides that he wants to retire. This is where we're going to continue to see Diego uh, until, he, until that time is up. Yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's a good spot for him, and uh, he can make, if nothing else, he can make opponents better that fight him because they have to adjust to that wild man style. Absolutely. So, he can, I mean, he's a benefit to the company just for that alone. Uh, but in this fight, first round, Joe Lozon put on a clinic and mm-hmm. just flattened him. He it just flattened him. And it's good for, you know, Joe needed this win. He not had... He had a great, great you know, performance of the night out of the, out of the, the win. Got himself the KO. And there wasn't much to say about it. It was nope. a quick fight. It was. Mean, it was just. It was shocking for a lot of people. Lozon, you know, it was, it was a great way to kick things off. Mm-hmm. You know, to have. Uh, it was a good. Yeah, it was a good way to. It was a good capper for the early prelims, and uh, a good way to send it into the FS1 prelims for sure. Picking up another performance of the night. Almost the same exact. Who'd you, who'd you pick for this fight, Everett? Not the right guy. Not the right guy. <laughs> we both sat here reading these picks, and I'm like. Did these guys really pick against Gegard Mousasi? I just, I, I watched a lot of Diego Santos's fights and against his, who? Tiago uh, Santos has not fought any caliber. Uh, no, I, and I, and I get to that. Gegard has fought. This man has been locked in there with Jacare and Luke Rockhold and and lost to both. Okay, and lost to Dryden. Oh, by a fluke kick. But By Santos is known for his kicks. That's why I picked him. No, no, no. And Uriah Hall is still a better fighter we're, than Tiago Santos. He's uh, I, I know. seven now. I know. But, you know, looking at, you know, he's... Gegard's right. one. Yeah. Go ahead and open, open this up. Let's look, at, let's look at the list of people. So he lost to Ronaldo Souza, Jacare. And Leoto. I mean, Leoto. And Uriah Hall. Um, and then you go back into Strike Force. He's got wins over the who's who. He was the Strike Force champion for a long time. Dream, oh, dream champion. Uh, Izumi, uh, Mizuno, O'Brien. You go down the list. Yeah, he's, he's, a, big, he's, he's a veteran. Look. You can quit rubbing it in now. He defeated a like 60-pound oh, heavier Mark Hunt. Oh, look, he knocked out Jacare. Oh, look, he knocked out Jacare back in uh, 2008. Look at this. Look at the record on this guy. I mean, he's a number seven guy for a reason because he's an outs- just an outstanding fighter all around. Gegard <laughs> has it. <laughs> you guys can't see him. He's just sitting here with his eyes closed. To pick Tiago Santos. I just, I really, I... You I shat the bed. Yeah, I really thought he you was really just shat the bed. I, he was gonna First lose. round lasted about four and a half minutes. Took him to the ground, pounded him the hell out. Beat him the, yeah, that was it. There was nothing Typical Gagar more. I mean, he took him down twice and finished it on the ground. Gagar Musasi is a contender. I love Musasi. Let yeah, me say that first. I love Musasi. I, I just not enough respect for him to pick I, him over Freaking Tiago. But if we've learned anything about fights, anyone can win at any given time. So it's I didn't want to just keep the ladder going. 
just keep you just keep reaching for that you one. Yeah, I, I I'll get out my fishing pole. Yeah, I'll keep fishing. First fight of the night, and I went to bed in this two one too. veterans. Yep. Uh, Did anybody pick Gomi besides me? No, nope. I don't think so. Maybe Joey. Thanks, Joey, for wetting to bed with me. By the way, I don't. I, I, maybe I'll clean up. Maybe pick Gomi, but. Um, and I loved Gomi. I love Gomi too, but yeah, he should have years ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. Twelve he's years ago, never looked good in the UFC. Never. Where, I mean, Miller has lost some fights recently, but he's still Jim's a consummate professional, does. a UFC veteran. This fight lasted two and a half minutes, and Gomi landed one, one strike, one strike, and it only took eight significance for Jim to not come out. But you know, take down, beat him up. All three of these early prelim fights were kind of the same way. They all ended in the first round. They were all knockouts. Yeah. They were all one lopsided victories. It was fun to watch. They I mean, were. That was great. Yeah. Was I mean, set the pace, man. You couldn't ask for three better prelim they were early done, fights. They were done like 15 minutes ahead of their slotted yeah. schedule. Like, I ended up switching over and catching the last bit of the uh, FS1 pre-fight show. Yeah, thanks very much, uh, UFC Fight Pass, for making me pay $10 to watch three fights in four minutes. Fuck you very little. Because all, all, all the other content you get for nine ninety nine a month is just not worth it. <sighs> they were three great but fights. But you realize I lost all three? You so realize, you, realize you got to watch a championship fight on Thursday on Fight Pass, right? <sighs> no. <laughs> because I didn't I forgot. get it until You didn't get it until Friday or Saturday? Yeah. Okay. Why would you have not signed up for it Thursday so you could have watched Thursday's prelims at Thursday's whole card Friday's prelims, and then Saturday's prelims. I, I did watch Friday's you sh- prelims. You shat the bed at life. I am telling you. Yeah, you watched, the, you watched the FS1 prelims. You didn't watch the Fight Pass prelims. Yeah, no, Friday I did. Oh, um, yeah. I missed Thursday. You shat the bed at life. I you missed, you yeah, missed yeah, the I, goddamn I, title fight. I missed the title <laughs> fight. I did. But I, I, you know, on my accord, I've been working a lot, and I had to work Friday morning, and I watched um, the last fight and went, That card was done before midnight. Damn time. it, I know. I, that's what I'm saying. I, hey, you know, I can't win them all. I know. You know, I can't you win it all. You didn't I'll win say that. I can't win it all. You can't win, you didn't win many this week. <laughs> no, I can't win it life, like you said. <laughs> what do you guys think overall of the UFC 200 card? I am so Solid. thankful I got it. I'm so thankful I watched it. Um, I, I missed watching it with some close friends. Yeah. Um, my dad wasn't there, which was really uh, disappointing. But overall, I could have sat there, which I almost did, by myself. And enjoyed every minute of it. Man, it was, was a solid A card. Great 200. Well, great. Uh, great. 8F. I actually give it an A. Not an A plus, not an A minus, an A. Um, had Jones and Cormier been on there, solid A. Uh, yeah. A couple of fights were, were a little iffy. You're right. A minus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, because I want to get Missing that, you know, missing Jones on there really hurt everything, but having Brock for me was. Benefit I gave him an A minus. I'm gonna give him all. It was a very good card. Missed a couple things, a couple fights were real snoozers. Um, but But you get him. I mean, overall, it was it was was I'm gonna I'm I'm with you. I'm gonna switch mine actually to an A minus because I'm gonna give one of the other cards a solid A because I don't think it was maybe better overall because of the star power. The card itself I think deserved a legitimate A. So I will two hundred is an A minus. Brock or. DC and Jones, <laughs> easily 8A a plus. I think we were looking at an 8 plus. You know, card you, you gotta say, that mm-hmm. the UFC did a great job by getting getting things put. How much messes has this had? Um, I mean, quite a bit. From McGregor to, quite a bit. to Jones. Yeah. You gave him a lot of credit. 
You gotta but, look back. Oh and no, say, I definitely give them credit for what they put together. They put together. And, and we were sitting here. Car. We were sitting here two months ago, go or a month and a half even. Ago, I don't want to get this card. Going at it. this card looks kind of shitty. Why? Yeah. yeah. What's the point? And then all of a sudden, overnight, they booked like the entire prelims of all these big yeah. names. Like, yeah, you, you look whoa, back. Whoa, wait well, a minute. Yeah, then we got. Oh, I'm interested. The next day after OSP and Jones, we got well, it was supposed to be Jones and Corman, and we found out at at 198 that we were going to get Lesnar and. Or Lesnar was coming back. Yeah, so. Lesnar against X at yeah. that point. So and at that point it didn't matter. We're just going. Ooh, yeah. What's going on here? All right. So we got two, three more cards to break down. Like I said, these three we're gonna go short. Uh, at least, go at least the quantity of fights. Yeah. You know, we we'll probably. But uh, Joanna Jinjicic defeated Claudia Gadelia by decision uh, Friday night to retain her win- women's 115 pound championship. Claudia, solid in the first two rounds. Absolutely. Very solid. And then Joanna just beat the brakes off of her from that was the, to five. Yeah, that was the deciding factor. When I looked up, and, and, I, and I picked Claudia on this one because of the simple fact of when I looked up and down that strawweight division, I needed, I wanted to find someone that I thought could beat Joanna. Yeah. And the only one that posed a risk to me was Claudia. Yep. I mean, she's... You're right. She was the only one that, that could have done it. I almost did. And when we talked about it on the show, I... I Saw your under, your reasoning and and could understand why I stuck with my girl. I mean, they say that she easily won the first fight. That was a back and forth fight. A she lot did. of people said that she won the well, first fight. I, I agree too. Wanna, I think you wanna. I don't think that the decision was quite as controversial as Claudia tried to make it gotcha. out to be. Because I mean, you wanna knock her down several times in that fight, and I mean, Claudia dominated her in the wrestling aspect, but. You know, as she did this time too. As she did this time too before, but 194 strikes to 101, 176 of them yeah. significant. We got 194 full strikes to 176 are significant. Right. Ouch. I don't care what you say. So, that woman is 115 pounds of what your ass. She is dynamite. She, she 351 is, strikes thrown. Exactly. That is it's, insane. It's ridiculous. In, 330 of those significant. Oh my god. 330 significant strike attempts. Who? Who there's I don't no, know anyone that puts out that kind of output. I don't know anyone that's going to come up in the 15 division and challenge her. When I look at it now, uh, any fight that Ioana has for probably the next year or two, anyone that I see in that division, I can't pick against no. Ioana. There's no. nobody I can pick. Claudia was the only hope that I had that could actually defeat her. Cause and I was here when we talked about that way before, I think, when Claudia was supposed to fight her and then got hurt. Right. Yeah. You I, guys were saying that before. I think Thug's going to probably be, if she wins the next, this, her next fight she's got coming up pretty soon, can't remember which card she's fighting on exactly, but I know she's fighting. I know she's upcoming. Yeah. Um, if Thug wins that fight, they're gonna toss her in there. I don't think she's ready, and I don't want to see it because <laughs> she we're ready. She's not ready, man. You know, Rose, Rose Namajunas and Jeff are Twitter friends. We are Twitter friends. She follows. She follows now. Jeff on Twitter. Because I tweeted her and gave her a nice compliment about her walkout music yeah. because we shared taste in hip hop. So she followed me. Yeah. It was cool. Something about her is just sexy. I ain't gonna lie. She's sexy as hell. Oh, my God. Even with that shit, she's sexy. You know who she's with? I think that made it more so. Pat freaking Barry. Yep. She's been with Pat Barry for a while. No, she's 115 pounds. Yes. You think that there's... Do do you see anyone that can take you on it in that position top 10? Let me... Let me be a really big amateur for a second. Who who did Rihanna just beat before Claudia? Um... Valerie Letourneau. Who just knocked the living piss out of Valerie Letourneau? 
Was that JoJo? Yes. Calderwood. JoJo, JoJo ain't going in there. I'm I'm a huge, and he'll tell you, I'm a huge so JoJo I, Calderwood fan. I'm not saying they're putting her in right away. They fought, at I think they fought at 125, though, as well. Yeah. They didn't fight they didn't at 125. That's right. That's right. Because okay. Letourneau goes back, and they're exploring whether or not they're going to bring in the Adam Oh, 125. Weight. That's right. Okay. I think it's Adam Waite. 125 Adam Waite? No, 105 is Adam Waite. That's 125. Oh, okay, yeah, so that's, that's, that's what I was wondering. All right. Yeah. JoJo, I think, could pose a threat with more experience. I... I, I think Nami Yunez is a bigger threat than JoJo it, is. Yes. Personally. But Nami Yunez is not ready. She's not ready. I went I went back and looked again uh, a couple times to try to find someone. I thought, I, there's nobody in there that's going to... Nope. Yuana's going to have... You know, we talked about the, the days of the long-running champions are over. Except in this event. Except in this one. Yeah, and I didn't get that far yet. But this, one, this one's the, the anomaly. She's the there's only no one. one that I can see in the entire UFC that's got the standing power... Of technique, strength, speed, youth. everything. She's got youth yeah. behind everything. her as well. She's not at the. She's not even. I don't even think she's at the peak of her career. There isn't a I mean, she's got more. She's got more. She's going to bring to the table. We can. I mean, we can run it down. She already beat Clyde twice. Rose is in there at three or four. She will. She will destroy Rose. Destroy Rose. Um, you got. The former champion. Esparza. Esparza's still there. We already know what the hell she did to Esparza. Yeah. Oh, that was... Tisha Torres stands no chance against no. her. Tiny Tornado doesn't have anything. Shotgun don't stand a chance against her. Um, it, it, this, uh, who else is it? I'll take a look at the yeah, top. Yeah, let's, let's look at the top in, in the division. 25 is flyweight. That's what we couldn't think of. So, yeah, she's, she's 2-0 against Claudia Gadelia, who's sitting at number one. Spars is number two. She's already beat the brakes off her. Three is Rose Navajunez. No chance. Tisha Torres doesn't stand a chance. Uh, I, I don't think... Uh, Kowalkowitz. Yeah, Kowalkowitz. Jessica Andrade. Joanne maybe can at least match her striking, but I don't think she has that kind of power. Even going down she's already beaten Letourneau. Van Zandt. Uh, Watterson's a name. Maybe. Who's fought. Yeah. She already beat Jessica Pena, I believe. Randa Marcos, I don't think I so. No, Randa Marcos ain't good. Uh, Aguilar and Lima. Yeah, no. They just fought. There's nobody. Ago and, uh, There's nobody. In, uh, like I said, when I looked up and down this division, Claudia was the only person I thought posed a chance, and now Ioana's beaten her twice. JoJo's, yeah. JoJo's a couple fights away from even keep being considered. Yeah. She's got to beat a Tisha Torres. No, no, I agree. I was just saying. No, 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 I'm, not, no, no I'm not saying that you were wrong. Yeah, she looks great. She, she definitely is going to get a shot. If she and she did look great. Yeah, she. Just, I love Joanne, and, and I do. I, I love JoJo. I just do not see her having no. any prayer. Against no, her. not not anytime soon. I no. think give her about a year and a half, I a little bit more. I don't tell them because Joanna's just going to keep getting better. Barring any injury, obviously, Joanna is going to be a long. And she's had how many defenses now? Three, four. I think three, three. She's, victory she's fought for the title four times. That's okay. She's and she's won. Well she's defeated it three. Yeah. Okay, I want to get personal for real quick. Yeah, she's beaten Penny. She's beaten Letourneau, and now leave that right there. I gotta get personal. Last time she fought, uh, Valerie Letourneau, Dave was over at my house. We were watching it, and I'm just staring at Iwana, and I said, Dave. I dated a girl that looks just like her, dude. It's really creepy to watch this girl fight. Yeah. He's like, you serious? He said, I swear to God, I dated a girl that looks just like her. And I'm not going to say no names or nothing like that. I, I caught it on Facebook, showed a picture to Dave, and he went, holy shit. 
She looks almost identical. So it's hard for me to watch you out of fight because it's it's a little personal. Needs, she is a bad ass. I don't see her losing. Uh, Who needs, could she even possibly? She needs oh, right. she needs one improvement. Uh, take down defense yep. or some sort of ground game. If nothing else, to take down defense because that's the only weakness that I striking aggression. I mean uh, awareness. She's got it all. At Twelve Gidea and all. Is, she's getting. She's got enough experience now. Gadea is probably the most dominant. Yeah, and by the fourth round, she and, just and she's nobody else that's, that's as as good of a wrestler. No, and she took her down four times, yeah. and if she could stop out of thirteen, yeah, out of thirteen attempts. I mean, that that is really good. But if she could, as a champion, if she could stop all oh, those. You're right. You know, that's that's the only yep. where I would say it's time to start uh, training that aspect because yeah. uh, that that was the only flaw I seen. Oh, oh, she's nothing else. That. She's so on point with her strikes. Um. What else we got here? We have the the, uh, the debut of the former Bellator lightweight champion Elwell Brooks came in against a, a seasoned veteran Ross Pearson and looked great. Outstanding. Looked incredible. Yeah. The only thing that Brooks and they and they talked about it in there in the uh, commentary with uh, Anik and Brian Stan. He needs to learn how to finish. He's he didn't have a lot of finishes in Bellator. He had a lot of dominating performances, yeah. but it's, he doesn't finish people. And there were some opportunities. I mean, Ross is a tough guy to finish, oh, very much. But he had a couple of chances he might have been able to finish him, and he didn't. And um, but I was very impressed with Brooks' striking style. Very. Uh, the way he was switching in and out of his stances and changing his footwork and stuff. Extremely active. Yeah, very, very active guy. I mean, he went 116 out of 190 strikes and 80 of them significant out of 150. So uh, that's a good performance for a guy. And we didn't really see the UFC jitters out of him. I don't think the bright lights and things like that affected him. I thought the guy... Yeah, the the cages are different. Yep. Um, He was a poised professional and... He really he, he had a great debut against the hell of a veteran. Yeah, I wasn't impressed. Wasn't impressed as well. I just I wasn't. I'm not gonna lie. I wanted to wait to hear your thoughts on this. I think it's because I'm a very very big no fan of Ross Pearson. I think he's boring. I think he's nothing but a step up fighter. He's um, a step up fighter. But to the point where you know. I'd put him against somebody as you know. Brooks took this one on short notice too, right? No, I did not know that. Yeah, it was like three weeks. Two, three, two or three, yeah. Okay, that changes a little bit. Yeah. I guess I wasn't impressed because I've seen him they in Bellator. S- they signed him and were like, oh, hey, we need someone to step up here against Brooks. I did not know that. So, yeah, that does change things a lot. Yeah. I, I, I guess the reason why I say I wasn't impressed is because I've seen some of the damage he's done in Bellator and it was one of those where... You just jaw drop. Wow, look at this dude. Oh, look at Michael Chan or um, Eddie Alvarez, though. You no, know, it's the yeah. way, way more impressive in Bellator right. than he had been oh, coming yeah. into the UFC. My God, he was a destroyer. Don't get me wrong. I, I love Will Brooks. I think he's going to do great things here. Give the guy some time, man. Maybe it was just that. Maybe it was first, the finishing. First fight in yeah, uh, maybe it was the finishing. Company, Chunk, you know, because yeah. he did have a few opportunities there. There's, a lot, just, there's a lot of things different in UFC, too, because there's such a bigger production. There's right, more media. Right. There's more people in the back. There's more timing. There's more... I mean, everything is broken down into seconds, even bringing him out to the cage. Maybe I mean, it was the finishing. You know, give, give, Brooks, give Brooks a minute, man. He's... He will he's be got knocking, all the talent. He's going to be knocking on that kind of door. It won't be long. I, I honestly believe it. 
a young, talented cat, and he's got nothing but he's he's gonna go nowhere yeah, but up. He's got yeah, he's got nothing but an upward soon. Um, uh, that's yeah, that's, that's, boy. that's the one. Right, there he is. <clears throat> so in the uh, early prelims, this will be the last fight we talk about on this card. Kevin Lee picks up a first round KO over Jake Matthews. Um, I was impressed with Kevin's performance. I thought his, he looked crisp. His striking looked good. The thing that Kevin still needs to do is fight with his hands up more. I was going to say defense. He took too much. Too much. I mean, you know, Matthews only landed five strikes, but he cracked him with what? all Yeah, of but it only takes one if you don't that, have your hands that's up. What got him, and Matthews and that's no what got him caught in his last fight that he lost. No, Matthews is, is no, no joke. joke. Matthews is a very no, good fighter. No, Matthews is no joke at all. And... and I mean, Kevin screwed his head on and did what he needed to do to finish it and looked good in, in the part of. It's time to start fighting a little smarter, though. Got to smart, especially yeah. when you're going to get into trying to climb up in ranks and get against better quality opponents. One of these guys is going to rearrange a job. Yeah. We, we need to see uh, Kevin get some, to start getting some more experienced guys, mm-hmm. uh, different styles, someone more complete of a fighter. He's been screaming. He was. He's asking for it. He was screaming for Brooks. He's only got a single loss. Yeah, two. Oh, he does have two. Yeah, actually, I think his next fight. He was called. Actually, he first he lost his debut against Ally Quinto. Oh, I forgot about that one. By decision. Lost lost the decision to Ally Quinta, and then got beat by Leonardo Santos by KO because he fought with his hands. Because he didn't have his hands up. Then came came in one. Three straight, four straight, three by decision, and one when he subbed Mutasseri. He's six of seven. But, uh... No, he's, he's putting on some victories. He called out for Ally Aquinta in the post-fight interview. He said he wanted to fight him at, uh, at UFC 205 at MSG. Oh, okay. Get the, try to avenge that one loss? Yeah. I'm sure it's got a... I'd watch that fight. I, I love watching Kevin. I think Kevin's come a long way from where he was... Where Iaquinta, I think, kind of, it's just kind of plateaued. Iaquinta's so. already peaked. Mm-hmm. You know, he's on the down yeah. side. Yeah, and uh, he uh, caught, you know, he caught Kevin coming in early. Allen had a couple of fights in the UFC at that point, so I would like to see what Kevin could do against him now, in comparison to where it's, he was at. It's great to see two years ago. At least, sort of local. Yeah, I'm a Michigan you know. kid. Spent a lot of time in Grand Rapids. I yeah. definitely consider him a local person. Absolutely. And it's good to see cats like that. And what about his, I mean, is, is it time to go to a bigger camp? Uh, he's already at, he moved out to Vegas full time. Oh, he's good, not, good. He, he has moved. Finally. He's been out there since maybe the, after the half fight. Okay. He's been training out. I, I he's thought he was still local. I want to know. Or is it, no, what was the last cat we were talking about? Uh, Darren. Oh, Kirkshanks is still Kirk, fighting. He's yeah, yeah Kirkshanks is part Kevin of the Michigan top about. team. Yeah. Okay. But no, uh, Kevin, I think I think he went out to Vegas right off the bat for his UFC debut. He brought his trainer from um, Triumph out there for a while, but I didn't even see Sean walk out with him this time, so I don't even know if, if Dizay's still out there training him or if he's back in Grand Rapids. But I wanna say Kevin's at Extreme Couture. Oh, look it up when we're done here. We'll yeah. post it up. I want to say it's somewhere. It's one of the camps in Vegas. I want to say he's at Extreme Couture, though. I'd like to see Kevin get a shot at, at Sage that, that he's been calling for. Get you know, two young cats. The Sage with all the publicity, momentum on uh, the media side. Kevin very quietly winning six of his last seven, but yeah. putting together a lot of win streaks, and um, it'd be a great test for the both of them. I, I agree. 
I want it. I've been calling for it for as long as Kevin has been. So I just want to see Sage get beat up. <laughs> <laughs> so we uh, we had another card on Thursday night. It was a long weekend of fights. Oh, man. We wrapped up here just as this card was getting started last Thursday. Uh, we got a new lightweight champion. Eddie Alvarez comes out and just absolutely oh, dismantles Javier Dos Anjos. He played, he played the role of what we see RDA usually do. Yeah. yeah that, that was bulldog nuts. style that uh, constantly smothering you with yep. strikes and, you know, and a takedown. And we finally saw the Eddie Alvarez that the performance on Eddie Alvarez that we were talking about when we talked about this fight the week before the, the card, actually, because we previewed it early. Um, the Eddie that we knew was there. Yep. The Eddie that that the Eddie hadn't shown us yet, right? That he, that he hadn't shown us in the UFC, but we knew from his previous company, his previous fights that he had in him and the whole time. The heart and the will and the fire of a champion. He he was a he was a pit bull man. He was a vicious vicious pit bull who just destroyed Rafael dos Anjos. Destroyed him. Now have you? I mean, I think we looked at it last week, but have you seen the the talent that Eddie has fought since he entered the UFC? Yeah, absolutely. You know, he, Cowboy Cerrone, um, J- J- Pettis, he lost to Cowboy in his debut. He did. Yep, he lost as as to Cowboy, right? and he did go, and then he But beat. that was the last minute. He jumped on the... He and jumped he, on. He, he looked, since 2014, he's fought Cowboy... Gil Melendez, Anthony Pettis, who was at the time still Anthony Pettis. Yes. Uh, Eddie Alvarez and RDA, both of them two are the reason why Pettis is who he is today. And how people are knocking his, you know, taking him down and beating him up because those two exposed him. It was Eddie and RDA that that ruined Pettis' career. Yeah. Um, And then he gets a title fight against RDA. So, I mean, you look at the... The amount of talent that he's fought, he's fought nothing but high-level competitors. Yeah, and, and done well. Very well. Very well. And now he is our new... And, well, and at the time, he was the one to dethrone the Brazilians. It was a uh, little fact after Eddie won the title. It was the first time in the USC in 11 years, I believe it was, that uh, we did not have a Brazilian champion. Yeah. So... And that lasted... Two days, forty-eight hours. Yeah. Well, 48 I don't hours. think it was forty-eight. More, no, it was more than forty-eight. Yeah. This, ended, this was sooner. This ended. Uh, oh, this ended okay. before midnight on and Thursday. That and that fight was at one a.m. I was shocked. I, yeah. I, I thought Dos Anjos. Oh, I was at. I, I picked Dos Anjos too. Just the way he. I mean, the way he's been. It's nothing against Eddie because no, no because I, we said it on here when we were doing it that Eddie had all the chance in the world yeah, if anyone but did. The Dos Anjos that fought against. Uh, Pettis, the one that fought against Cowboy, comes yeah. out there. He's Especially done. the one that was Cowboy. You know, for beating Cowboy the way he did was wow. You know, but it, and again, that one's hard for me because liver kick. Again, Cowboy's biggest demise is that damn liver kick. So when he got that liver kick, he was able to ground and pound and win. He was already knocking his head off. Yeah, no, no, I know. I'm just saying that he dominated Cowboy. No, he did. Let me then. I'll just I'll I'll, re, I'll rebut, rebuke that. Dos Anjos, I didn't see losing for a while. I, I didn't know. I, I didn't we either. talked a little I'm earlier about um, standing champions well, at this point. I said Khabib would beat him. If he a what? I think Khabib could beat him. I said that Khabib made, would beat him if he would have gotten the title If shot. he could have made it to... He's, a, he's the, the last guy to beat him until yeah. Alvarez did. Yeah, but... Beat the brakes off of him. 
you know, Magomedov's no ho, man. No, I know. I just stop sleeping. He just, just needs to wake. Or he needs to wake up and fight. He did. It's oh, he injury. looked like shit. It's just the injury deal, man. It's just I know, like, I know, I know, I know. That, that that camp is killing him. I know. He looked like shit against somebody who jumped in on two weeks after Tony got. No, I know, hurt. I know. I just he just uh, Tony didn't Tony look that great last night. Right. Same thing happened. I thought he looked great. Okay, for well, what happened, we'll talk about that in about ten minutes. But Eddie Alvarez, well-deserving champion. Well. Yeah, congratulations, Eddie. Yeah, absolutely. This is, a, this is a very tough division. I'd love to see what and, they're doing uh, next. I'm looking forward to who he yeah. gets. Yeah. It's either going to be a Philadelphia native, man. I don't think we've had a Philly champion. No. I don't think we... I don't remember the, uh, a Philly champion. Mm. I can't remember a Philly uh, champion either. And, you know, I, I I love the city of Philadelphia. I spent so much... When I lived in New Jersey, I spent more time in Philly That's than I did anywhere. fighting out of New Jersey. Yeah. So trains, he trains over there with, uh... With, um... Shit. What's his face to fight Aldo? Frankie. 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 <laughs> Jim, Jim oh, Miller's out of Brent. Jersey, too, right? Hey, I don't know if Miller's I don't know if he's training him. there, though, but I, I know, know he's from... Not. Uh, Sparta or something somewhere mm. not Sparta but yeah, they're all, somewhere yeah. over there in New Jersey uh, about the co-main event the cat that you and I <laughs> are extremely high on the the Black, Black Beast. Beast this was um this was an interesting fight uh the Beast picks up the win by decision 29-28 a split decision yeah uh 29-28 for one went 29-28 for uh, Noel Nelson and Trowbridge and Hagen went 29-28 for Lewis. Uh, you know... This is this was a hard one. This was a really weird fight because Nelson took him down four times out of 19. Seven. I'm sorry, seven. That was significant strikes. I'm sorry. He yeah. took him down seven times out of ten, but didn't really... He controlled them. They gave him the control for almost ten minutes, but didn't really do a lot with it. Yeah, that's the thing is you, you can take a guy down. He's just kind of standing up. Yeah, he sat on top of him a little bit, but when, when you go three rounds with a cat and you land four significant strikes, he had seven takedowns and only four significant strikes. He didn't accomplish anything by those takedowns. These takedown defense is shit. He needs to work on that badly. <clears throat> Horrible. But how much of that control time? Do they give you control time for like pinning the guy up against the cage yes. on your feet. So yes. yeah. most of that control time is just Roy Nelson trying to get takedowns up against the cage. Exactly. It wasn't like he took him to the ground and and was completely down because every time they hit the ground, Beast well, got Beast back up. popped right back up, but at least a couple of them immediately right back up. So he, you know, he landed 66 total strikes, but only four of them significant and most of them were on the ground. Right. He, Nelson never really did much on his feet. Most of them were just little rabbit punches that didn't do any damage at all. And Beast, Beast was landing when he was throwing and able to throw. He was throwing bombs. Everything he hit was significant. Yep. And that was the difference maker because when you have seven takedowns, I mean, that scores big with the judges. Yeah. Uh, but when everything you hit lands and your aggression's there and uh, the damage is done, if you look at the numbers, I can see... How Roy said, "How the hell did I lose this?" Yeah, because okay, there's a lot of numbers in his favor. Absolutely, absolutely. But overall, the fight I thought Beast won because he was far more dominant in the areas he needed to be, aside from takedowns. Yep. Good win. This is something that I've been saying Beast needed to win against the top, uh, a top ten opponent. Yeah, and, and he, he got did. it. And he got it. 
go back to the drawing board, work on some of the things you know you need to work on now, and just get come back better, strong. Get a little, a little more speed, uh, get a little better gas tank, um, work on the takedowns and takedown defense, your ground game. There's a lot of area to improve. Oh, for but sure. But in the UFC heavyweight division, you can be that guy that needs a little more improvement and still rise up in the ranks. I agree. You know, he doesn't have to be the most elite fighter to break that top ten. He can... He's in a good spot, and his next fight, um, I'm extremely look, I'm looking forward to Me it too. very much. I um, always love watching Blackie's fights, so... Talk about uh, one more? One more? Yeah, let's talk about this uh, Duffy. Joe Duffy uh, picks up the win by submission in the first round over Mitch Clark. Uh... The real story of the, the fight is how <laughs> Duffy cracked Clark so hard that oh he did a Ric Flair spin in the air and <laughs> knocked himself out, basically. I mean, he face-planted into the canvas. Good on Clark for having the ability to stay in it and not get finished by strikes. I don't know I how don't he know did. How. I have no idea how. And then Duffy took his back and choked That's him out. That's it, yeah. It was a quick fight. It was only 30 seconds, but it was an exciting 30 seconds. I, this is the card I was talking about when we were talking about 200 that I said. Overall, I would give a solid A. Yeah. I thought just because of the number of finishes, the exciting fights that we had, it wasn't the star power like we got out of 200, but it was. No. I thought it was overall a better quality card than what we got the next night. You got extremely good performances out of Modesto and Baghdad. Yep. Jovan Muhammad. Yeah, that McDessie Baghdad fight was great. Yeah, it was an outstanding fight. Um, um, just it was just like you said, there was no star power here. Yep. Aside from the, the, the main event and the you know, you know, it's unfortunate though. Co-main. Yeah, but that that's half the time. That's where you get the good fights too. Oh yeah, if, we if that every time. Yeah, there are <coughs> three guys that need big yeah, every That's the difference card, between right? a fight fan and a fight watcher. It just comes down to you 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 explore the newbies. You enjoy. And there's a lot of there's a lot of cats on here that are just coming up now that I'm looking forward to seeing progress. Beltran, Burchak, um, Joban Muhammad, Dustin Baghdad. There's a lot of young guys coming up now that haven't had a lot of fights that I've you know. I Burchak was out, looked outstanding. Yeah, I like the yeah. Burchak was just phenomenal. Burchak was strong. Um, this is the thing that being so many days ago. Um, Pedro Munoz looked put on a good fight. Absolutely. A lot of young guys look great, but man, you were... Beltran Vieira was a pretty good fight, if I remember right. I mean, all in all. Was... In the prelims. Yeah, such a solid... Especially rate rate the three nights. Rate the three days. Three, the three, three nights overall? Um, yeah. 200 on my top. This one's second. Um, and then you want his card third. Third, absolutely. I mean, the same for me. But we still have one more. Yeah. And that was a fight night that happened last night. A, went, a, a rare Wednesday night card. Uh, UFC fight night. McDonald versus Lineker out of Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Their first venture to South Dakota. Yeah. First time first time in Sioux, in Sioux Falls or in South Dakota, period. Uh, talk about a couple of fights yep. out here. We'll talk about, talk about a couple of them. Uh, the main event... John Hansen Stone Lineker destroyed Michael McDonald. We didn't even get to... I, I honestly forgot this card was happening on Wednesday. I thought it was Saturday and we were going to preview the card tonight. Yeah. Oh, you both night. thought that? Oh. I completely forgot it was oh, There's a lot of shit going on. <laughs> hey, I get it. 
I ain't complaining. And I, it's been a while. Fun. It's been a long time since they've done a Wednesday night. No, you're right. I totally forgot it was. So Wednesday. I'll, so I'll, I'll be honest. Saturday. I totally forgot too. I thought it was. I remembered, but then I forgot too. Yeah. And so, then I remembered to th- throw it on. At so like, you, uh, well, I remembered. I remembered because Dave had mentioned. He's like, "Yeah, we got. We're gonna probably break down this fight and this fight tomorrow." And I was like, "Oh shit." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there wasn't a lot to break down, though. We, you know, especially there was these were two highlight reel kind of fights. Lineker and McDonald. McDonald just didn't have it in him. Uh, Lineker's striking was so strong. He hit that as soon as he hit that that uh, left. Right. Um, he hit that body shot. Yeah, it came in bang bang. <laughs> I mean, they were both throwing though. Oh yeah, yeah absolutely. Sure. McDonald, I thought for a minute there was going to knock Lineker's head right off. I mean, right. it was Lineker it was, landed so many. Oh, it was, awesome. it was that it was that combo, that bang bang. Yeah, that was the beginning of the end. It was just uh, it, it was a great, very fast paced. Yeah, very. You know, very. Uh, they went at it hard. Two strikers went at it. You know, there was no takedown attempts to nothing. They just went out and banged. Yeah, head to head. It was it was cool to watch. And um, and I got to tell you, McDonald's got a chin on him because he fell more than once. And, and I thought for sure it was over. He gets right back up. Yeah, I did. I, I don't he know how. Good fighter. He's, yeah, he's I don't know how he kept his head. Oh up. yeah, he is. He's a hell of a fighter, man. And this is but man. Lineker looked so strong. And now he's on a five and all fights uh, win streak. I think Lineker is. Let me just take a look. He looked so good in this fight. Yeah, he's. Uh, oh yeah. He's, he's won his last five fights against uh, you know like. Rob Font, McDonald, and Uncle Creepy. Um, yeah, well, that Uncle Creepy fight was at um, 125. Oh, was it? Yeah, okay. That was one of the, I think, I want to say the Ozglick fight, um, possibly. Okay. I think they both were at 125, because those were the ones, and maybe Frankie Rivera, too. At least the first, I know, I know for sure the Uncle Creepy fight was... At 125. This cat was a 125 fighter, so... Yep. Yeah, because he missed weight twice and then went out and knocked the dudes out. And I can't remember if the Frankie Rivera fight was also... The font was 35. The font was. Or Rob Font was. Yeah. But I don't remember if... Uh, Rivera might have been his first fight at 135, too. I don't remember what he fight. Let's take a look and see where we're at with... Uh, if it'll load up. Um, Lineker, with his fifth fight in a row, he's now... Ranked eighth, he might go up because I don't think they've updated the rankings since last night. Uh, yeah, that was his first fight. Thirty-five was Rivera. Well, with a five-zero streak, he's got to be knocking on the door pretty soon. Two, three more wins if he keeps it up. I, you know, I'd say he, at least two. If he gets seven and oh eight and oh, I mean, he should be knocking around the door for something. You know, if he keeps it up, and the way he looked last night against McDonald's. If you can keep that up, it's going to be good news for him. Uh, and performance of the night victory for John Lennon. Man, I'm yeah. fighting that performance of the night. For, I don't know. Why? Who do you... Mm-hmm. Get... No. Mm-hmm. No. no. Well, one fight of the night, so I'm okay with that. Performance of the night, not so much. No. There was no dominance there to receive that. I, I, I was more going towards fight of the night. So fight I of the night? Yeah, I apologize. That's what I what was more, more... Fight of the night, I'll give him deserving, but... Uh, Tony Ferguson ended up picking up the submission win over first-time newcomer Lando Venata. Got him in a darts in the second round. But the real story of this fight, Ferguson almost went to sleep. I don't, if, if we said it at the beginning, if, if Venata would have had some more experience under his belt, Tony, might, Tony probably would have went to sleep. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Ah. You know, the thing about this one was the cockiness to Venata keeping his hands down the whole time. I will say I am surprised with Tony's power because he's a very strong 155-pound fighter. With his power, I'm surprised Ventana didn't go to sleep in the first round. Surprised Tony didn't go to sleep. That kid to the head. Yeah. I mean, he did go to sleep in the first round. Let's be honest. There was got to be some kind of flash there because... Oh, no, he was out. Every time he tried to get back up, he just fell right over. What what a remarkable comeback, though. I can't believe he did it. No, I really can't. It was over. After that kick, you know, there was two or three times, two or three times in a row, as soon as he stood back up, he just... He just fumbled over and fell yeah. back down. He, and the ref could have easily stopped that. He put his hand to push himself up, and, he, and his hand wobbled. He fell back over. I mean, Tony was real. He, he was, was he was on Dream Street, and if it would have been anybody else, I think they would have yeah. finished him. With a, with a cat with more experience under his belt that... Oh, the ground upon him would have heavy. spotted that, that first... Kiesa probably would have subbed him. At that point... Do you think Kiesa was going to win that fight? No. I wasn't no, picking what Kiesa. What if that would have happened? But, right, I agree with you there. Kiesa in Vinata's position after that high kick. Yeah. I've never know. seen any... Okay, Tony's very elusive in the ring with his with his striking. Very elusive. Look what he did to Barboza. I mean, it was... He's he was very, getting outstruck on his feet by Barboza. No, I know, but I'm just saying elusive by the way he can strike you. Because uh, he, he throws a lot of fun We're going to talk about first-round striking things with Tony, and we're going to bring up the Edson Barboza fight. Him and I had a real good conversation right in the middle of that first round where I said, if Tony don't get this fight to the ground in the second round, he's going to sleep. Barboza beat Definitely. the piss out of him. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. No, but no, I guess no, my no, point was... Tony's toughness, though. He survived that Edison Barboza yeah. barrage just like he survived this one. Yep. Maybe it was just barely, but he survived it. Yep. Get, yeah, he got credit. Where most team. fighters probably would have crumbled. There was a lot There was a lot of cats. We, we say that if there was more experienced guy... And not his position, he probably would have finished it. But there's a lot of cats that if it was in Tony's position, they would have been finished. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't have gotten back up. They wouldn't have had that that fight and that drive to, you know, be able to compose himself after being knocked on just Dream Street to continue to fight after that. Props to Tony and his toughness, his chin, all of those things. Like I, I respect that, but man, stop talking, kid. Stop talking, stop being so damn cocky. Carmel Omagachi in the ass twice in this fight for all the shit you were talking to Habib about him taking a debutante. Now nah, you took a nobody. His performance, your performance wasn't that slot, that great. You're on an awesome win streak. Eight, 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 eight. in a row. But that performance, if in eleven of twelve, that performance doesn't. I don't think that performance earns your you title shot. You guys believe that Tony's he, he is the title. fight in the UFC. It doesn't seem like... No, no. It doesn't seem like... I can still remember yesterday. We watched him fight in the UFC. Yeah, I remember, though. He, he is, is the, the number one contender. This is bullshit. Bullshit. He's the number one. Take your 11 whole, out of 12. Take your fucking homerism out of it, dude. He is not the number 11 one. 11 out of 12. Who else is there? Khabib's 23. Khabib is not fucking lost. But he's 23. I know. I I believe. I I know. And has a win over the former champion. But he's only fought once in three years. Once in three years. He's still 23. He's still 23. God, how do you stay ranked number two one? You know how you you know how you stay ranked. Once in three years, you beat the top best best of the best at the top. It's not just our. As of this weekend, he hasn't beaten him, but he's never fought. Tony needs to fight Khabib. He that, still that beat fight the people at the top that, I know. He to, that he needed to do. My, my argument is his time in the ring. What the, look, like, the same with Cain Velasquez. 
He was the champion. They held the belt for him for an extra six months. Then they put it up for interim. He was out for two years. He's, he shouldn't have gotten those those rankings. Um, I remember one time when we were, we'd sit and watch all these, there was a situation where a fighter was out for... It, you have to be out for a year before your rank goes away. But after a year, your rank should go away and they should start over. That's the way it used to be. But now all of a sudden... The star power is just as important as your rank. And the pay-per-view selling business. And it's just, it's it's awful because somebody like Khabib, ergo, probably the number one fighter in 155 pounds, bar none, hasn't fought once in three years. He deserves nothing, in my opinion. Well, he is, uh, Tony and him are going to have to go at it. 11 out of that 12. That got to happen. Tony was about to fight the number ninth ranked fighter. I know, I don't at, know. At, at the ranking you're at, and you're going to tell me by him beating the number nine, he should have gotten a title shot? No. Well, he should have fought Khabib, like Dave just said. Yeah, it should have been Khabib against... He got hurt. He got Nothing's hurt. happened, but... Blood in the lungs. I this mean, guy... Khabib blew his knee out. <clears throat> I mean, if you're going to if you're gonna, if you're gonna, gonna go to bat for Tony and say, well, he had blood in his lungs, Khabib blew his fucking knee no, out. No, I know, yeah, absolutely. But one fight in three years does not get, get you a title. Well, then, Damien... Look at those names. He's beating them, man. Yeah. yeah, I know. The guys the guys that Tony has beaten in that eight-fight winning streak, I know. Khabib's beaten. Please scroll up for me and let, let's let's show a little more of his, because we stopped back in 2012. That's all we oh, got. Oh, that's all we got. Okay, so he's six. He's won seven in a row. Seven in a row the UFC. One one fight behind I Tony. I, I I get it. It's just the, 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 the Tony was, Tony was out for over two years and still kept his higher rank yeah. position in the. He was never ranked at that point. Tony was yeah. Huh. When him and Michael Johnson fought, they were both ranked. No. Yes. You can go back and look. He he didn't get ranked until he fought. Uh, when oh, when him and fight. Johnson fought, they were in the top fifteen. Each of them. If not close to the top ten, well, it was like you're saying they were like twelve and thirteen. I thought it was like respectively. It was low. It was very low. I mean, he was he was not, you know, a top ten fighter, but uh, Michael Johnson was okay. Because I thought it took Danny Castillo and Abel Trujillo for him to get ranked in the top fifteen. But well, either way, what we got right now is is two cats up there that are undefeated with one loss. I thought Trujillo and Castillo got him in the top ten. No, top fifteen. But you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. at, yes, yep. I don't know because I watched it, it very closely. But you're right. Let, you know, in the standpoint, you're right. He was out two years. Uh, regardless, you're right. Khabib deserves that title shot before Tony. It just for a fight fan to watch somebody do the things he's done in the last year and a half, two years, the fights he's taken, Barboza, the last minutes. Um, people, you know, every time he's fought, somebody's backed out and he's fought somebody else. That's kind of the same aspect of uh, Conor McGregor. It's not like he had a choice. But it if, just blows my mind that he never got ranked up higher. If Dos Anjos gets an immediate immediate rematch... I don't think they're going I don't think so either. Then Tony and Khabib got to fight for that title spot. For sure. Otherwise, um, I think you're gonna Khabib's going to get yeah. it before Tony. Yep. Unless they make Khabib fight RDA. I think you're going to see a Khabib Alvarez. I do. I think you might I see think it. It's either going to be one or the other, but, I mean, only having two defenses under his belt doesn't really warrant no. an immediate rematch. I mean, you got to have four one. or five. He only defended it once. He won it. Oh, won it, yeah. yeah. Defended against Cowboy. Um, 
with one, especially with one defense, I mean, you can't. So here's what I'm predicting. He doesn't have that uh, long-standing holding the belt that would warrant an immediate rematch. I, I think Alvarez gets Khabib next, and I think uh, Tony gets and Tony RDA. gets RDA. Yep, I agree. All things, yeah, all things barring yeah. injury, because Khabib could go out with another injury, no problem, and Tony gets shot right up in that spot. Which would be a shame. Big time shame. I do want to watch the two of them fight. I do want to watch Tony. And There's Tony. a lot of fights in that division up at the top level that I'd love to see. I'd Absolutely. love to see Tony and Alvarez. I'd love to see Khabib and Tony. Well, see, I'd love to see... Brooks. Nate Diaz come back in there and try to make you know make some noise in that division because that that's where he he's most dominant at. I'd love to see him come back and do some stuff. I don't even remember Brooks is going to be nipping at the heels, right? That division's heavy, man. That's a great division to be in uh, for competition for fans. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because there's just that's there's, a shark tank. Yeah, that's just it. And there's there's so many opportunities for so many people in 155 right now. Like they said, it's the deepest division, and it's also the scariest division because you don't know. Yeah, Nate Diaz said that number four could make it could make all of them pay. Yep. I mean, he could be the champ. No problem, be the champion. He's good enough. He barely lost at RDA. He was just lazy in there. Which is uh, his last always dangerous. Kiesa's uh, moving up. You know, there's there's a lot of cats on there that. You know, That's a great division. Um, it's a tough. It's a shark tank. Yep. Yeah, and exactly. it got and it got a lot tougher when Will Brooks stepped in there, because that's just another guy to add to the deep deep waters. And they ranked him fight. too. They ranked Will after that fight. You have to rank. You know, him. they put him at thirteen. You have to rank the dude. Yeah. I mean, he was the same thing when Alvarez came. When Alvarez came in, he was already was, was Alvarez is boosted up at even higher. Well, though. I he, think was, he was he was ranked high in the world. Pound yeah, for pound period. He, he came like in at like five. yeah. Seven or eight or nine mm-hmm. and five. I mean, he was he was definitely in the top ten. Absolutely. I mean, right off the bat, undeservedly so. Um, well, good on Tony for getting that victory. Yeah, great on Tony. Great like on Tony to continue on. It does make you wonder about his stability coming up. Yeah, you know it does. Whenever you whenever you get tested, man, Seven you gotta come four. back stronger. Seven before. Shh, shh, shh. Yeah. Your mouth shut, your your mouth shut well, he's not a heel like that. I don't know why he acts like he's, he's tries. What to be. I've been saying, it's, yeah, like, it's works, like he man. wants to be, but he just but he stops just trying to be Dwayne Johnson. You're not the rock. <laughs> no, not. Qu- quit pulling the glasses down like it's sunny. All right, so we got one more thing to talk about. We've been been going for almost two hours now. Yeah. Um, as we reported a few weeks ago, uh, the UFC was sold. We finally got confirmation. We said. You and I sat here and said, listen, they're not going to make any major announcements until after 200. And the day after 200, <laughs> boom, boom. Dynamite. So the group, everything we did, all the specifics we put on the page, you can read through the... Well, Mortis Entertainment Group, uh, yeah. blah, blah, blah. The cat that sold Skype, he was part of it. The, the Kraft family from the New England Patriots are part of it. So it wasn't a big couple from China. Everybody yeah. was saying... Well, China's the, gonna the, own Chinese, the Chinese conglomerate was in there. Yes. And they were throwing around big money. And you may still see WMG and the UFC partner, or them partner up together to bring more events to China. Which wouldn't be a bad thing regardless. No, not a market. But big market. It's uh changes are on the horizon. Can we talk about for a minute what the Fertitta brothers bought the UFC for? Two million dollars. Two million dollars. 
Two million dollars. Yeah, they doubled their. They two hundred percent. Yeah. Two hundred thousand percent. Two hundred percent. What did I end up getting off this? Three hundred ninety. Three hundred sixty-seven million. Sixty-nine. Also, Dana White. He also retains a. He's got nine percent. Nine percent. Something he has Mm -hmm. taken the company and his position as well. The Fatita brothers had they were the ones that stuck down. Mm-hmm. As far as I know, Silva's still in there uh, matchmaking. Oh, Joe, yeah, I, I don't see... I didn't see any report of him losing his no. position in that. I think Joe Silva and Sean Shelby are still there. So I'm going to reiterate, he didn't get 9% stake in the company. He gets 9% of profit of every UFC yeah, fight. He oh, yeah, that's, that's how he had 9% of the stake. He had 9% of the stake. He earned, earned the 369 million. that percent of the profit. Yeah, which is nuts. Yearly. Right. He gets 300, 9% of every every fight, every profit. It's yearly. Oh, it's yearly? Yeah, they yeah, did it yearly? Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, but still, that's on top of his salary. Yep. So what a what a great move by Dana White on that aspect. $4 billion, man. I mean... You can love the fighting game as much as you want. When you buy something for two million, fourteen years ago, whatever it was, yeah. and you turned around in fourteen years for two billion dollars, right? I mean, it's hard to say no to that, dude. Heck no, get out. Four billion though. You said two billion. Yeah, <laughs> unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, so Zufa is no longer the owners of the UFC. Do you think there's gonna be a lot of changes? Some. Uh, if they're smart, there'll be. They'll they'll do things like get out of Reebok. Yeah, the Reebok deal's got to go. Uh, Agreed. Which is, is probably, I think, the first thing they need to address because it's a failure. And when you're coming into new, you spend $4 billion to come into a company, you want to do everything that you can to minimize cost, maximize profits. Because right. you got to, you, first thing you got to do is you got to make that, that $4 billion Absolutely. before you start making money. Yep. Uh, and the first thing that's got to go is removing Reebok and bringing back in the sponsors and making money. Make lots of fighters make more money off the sponsors, and you make money off the sponsors yep. as well. There, there can be a meeting of the minds there where you're both making money off of this thing. Absolutely. Um, there's things in every business that comes in is there's going to be some kind of restructuring on the corporate end of it. For sure. There has to be. What that means for fans in the short term, nothing. Not, everything's booked up for the next six months or so. And they're going to stay by that schedule. Um, it's after the six months are up when they have to start booking their own stuff and they have to start making their own decisions that aren't already made for them. That's where we're going to see if there's anything changed. Right. I think. Oh, excuse me. I think we'll. I think we'll see, especially with Dana still at the helm. I think we'll see things pretty much stay the same. My biggest question is is going to be is UFC 202 going to be Joe Rogan's last one? I heard. He said if Dana White stayed on, he would stay. Well, he said he said if the sale happened, he would leave. But that was when the, the talk was heavily if Dana was going to go when the sale happened. Right. I don't know. Well, he's he getting tired anyways, isn't he? He's been talking he's about... He's been talking about, been walking, talking about walking away for almost a year. Yeah. Him and Mighty Mouse were talking about it back in Man, that would be such a... His first, first statement was if it sells, I'm gone. But then, you know, if Dana stays, he, he'll stay and... Um, he's got plenty of things to do to keep himself busy. He's loaded. He's worth fifty million dollars already. Forty-five million dollars not it, worth anyhow. All, it, means, all it means is he doesn't have to doesn't have to travel as much for pay-per-view stuff. He can do more comedy things and stay at home and do more podcasts. 
Smoke more weed. He's more. He said realistically, like the two things I'm the biggest focused on right now are my podcast and my comedy. He's like, I just feel I'm I'm too busy and something's got to give. He's like, comedy will never stop. I'll never stop performing. Yeah. I hope he does it because he's a lot better of a commentator than he is a comedian. Albeit he's very funny, but his knowledge of this sport, his his vision of the way he he the way he talks. You could close your eyes and literally see the fight. It's really impressive. You know what I mean? Like, not, I mean, not to a T, but he's so he's so fluent. That being said, too, is one of the smartest things I ever did was suggested by someone to Jeff was when you're watching a fight, especially when it's close, turn those guys off and watch it without commentary because you get the full... Yeah, you don't uh, get influence. You know, yeah, you don't get talking mm. to a specific influence that way. You can really see the fight for what it is. Uh but there's there's nobody in the game that calls it like Joe. He's so He's intelligent. To your point, he's so smart about specific maneuvers and techniques that none of his uh, other colleagues could call like that. You know, they no, and he calls they, a fight as it, and that's what's great about it. He he pinpoints. Oh, look what he's doing now. What he's going to do next is, and he's right. And he, and he and he pinpoints and he follows through. With some of his con- commentary, and he gives a fan the perspective of a martial artist. Uh, Does just, that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So, like, it, it's not something you see out of but anybody else. But he can explain else. it to a fan that doesn't even know anything about it yeah. in a way to help that's what understand I'm saying. it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. He's he's giving you reasons Latest to terms. kind of know exactly what's what's happening next. And, oh, wow, that's really cool. He, he nailed that. And, and Joe Rogan just has such a fluency... It's gonna be a it's gonna be a cold day when he does we go. We might not lose him though. We might not lose him. He might stick around, you know, especially if Dana now that Dana's re- retained his position, Joe might be there for another five years yeah, or we'll more. See. You know, we'll we'll, we'll we'll attack that as it happens. But um, UFC sale was a big deal. Um, and keep an eye on it after after, in my opinion, the next six months, eight months after that. That's when we'll start seeing some things. Uh, some different things. Maybe good, maybe bad. Yep. Time will tell. God, I really hope they get rid of the Reebok like Dave well, and Jeff. We all do. I, we all been... The fans deserve... The, I'm sorry, the fighters fighters deserve, deserve, the fighters deserve, deserve better. better. Because right now, they're not getting the money they deserve either. In my opinion. Nope, you're right. $30,000 to get your head damn near knocked off? You probably spent... You probably spent 15 yeah. or more training. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's not, it ain't worth it. So... Thanks for having me, guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Did you have fun coming back? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And uh, I I had a feeling I almost wore a diaper. I knew it was going to get kind of tough. (laughs) So I got to say I was kind of happy I didn't get beat up that bad. But it was a lot of fun. And I love it. And I'll never... You did fine, kid. That's that's the same as looking at Joe Rogan in this situation. You never get rid of the fights that we love. We love this. We've been talking about this since I've known Jeff. I've actually known Jeff longer than I've known Dave. Yeah. And since we were kids... Damn near. I was. He was a kid. I was. I was a kid. I was a very immature twenty-year-old. Uh, <laughs> I, I was nineteen. Yeah, I think I was twenty-two. Yeah. Uh, you know, and you, you don't. Uh, we haven't lost it. So I hope that that follows through. Yeah, it so, was. It was great to have you back on. It was fun to be able to verbally beat you up a little bit. It was fun. Um, made some good points, yeah. man. Like yeah, you, you didn't miss you a brought, beat. You brought some good points to the table. Um, felt like old times. Just good to have you back on. I, and I'm not as uh, angry. Before. We're not all leaving as angry and wanting to throw things at you. <laughs> no. So yeah. that's fun for everybody. 
No, but it was a lot of fun. UFC 200 was great to come back and talk about. It was a long week of fights. It was a super long weekend. It it almost, you know, almost too much to take in because uh, it's... Everything's good in small doses when you start when you have four fights and no, and I agree one hundred percent. That uh, was a lot. It's hard to look forward to two hundred one at yeah. this point. Just for me to be honest, it's hard to look forward. Two hundred one isn't a great card either. I I, mean, I like Lawler, but I'm just not. The oh, and it just fan. lost. And it just lost Mighty Mouse. So you lost. Yeah, Mighty Mouse is out. Even though he was fighting a nobody bum. Who else they gonna fight? There's nobody there's, left. There's nobody left. Yeah, but. We have the week off this week. There's nothing uh, coming up this weekend. We can Woo! <laughs> we can have a week off for once, and we'll we'll get back next week with yeah. some more good stuff. Huh? Yeah, we'll be back next week um, with a preview of the fight night, Holly Holm and uh, Svetchenko fight. Um, anything you guys got? Any late breaking news? Make sure you're taking a look at the Facebook page, sharing stuff, liking <coughs> things. Be like Ryan Dempsey. Yeah. You'll listen, Poutine. <laughs> he said Juliana the other night he said Juliana Pena won. Poutine's on here. Yeah, he was he's a chef. Yeah. A okay, f- I was gonna say what the hell chef. is poutine? French, French fries and gravy. And cheese curds. Yeah, cheese curds and gravy. Because you really just put me in a whole other dimension with poutine. How have you never heard of poutine? Man? I've never heard of bluebirds. I've never heard of bluebirds. You live three hours from Canada. I've it's a Canadian staple food, man. I've never even been to Canada. I know. <laughs> they live you on can it. get poutine at the rendezvous, man. I'm not one to get a lot of good poutine, okay? And I was born in Germany, so I got nothing. I got nothing. <sighs> on that note. Yeah, it's French fries and gravy. <laughs> French, French fries and cheese curds. Ryan, Ryan offered to make us some gourmet poutine. In my food kitchen. He makes it over here. He's coming. We've, we're, we're trying to figure it out, man. We've I've been, been up his ass about it because he lives somewhere in Ontario, but he said he's got family in Windsor. Makes a visit quite semi-frequently, so the next time he makes the trip to Windsor, he's going to plan a couple of days or a day or two to make the three-hour drive over here, because he's got to go see Eric and Ken, too. He makes it to Grand Rapids, we can meet him there. That's what I said. I was like, you make it to Grand Rapids, it's on. So, um, yeah, be like Ryan Dempsey, even though you yeah, damn it, that kid is just so damn smart. Ryan, ever... Hasn't had a chance to interact with Ryan. He's uh, kind of newer to um, to our page and yep. our show and stuff. New fan of ours. He's a good guy. He is by far has more knowledge retained about MMA than anyone I've ever seen in my Stats. life. Stats, like not just fights, but statistics. He'll, he can go back to 2006, tell you what fighter fought. What minute the fight ended? How it ended? How many strikes were there? He's he's insane. He's, he's a savant. He's a savant. It's crazy. I was like, we were talking about it one day, and he was just like, "Hey, man, I hope." Because I've known Ryan for a while, just from I know we talked about it on the show, but just commenting on stuff through Way of the Warrior. That's how Ryan and I met on the internet, and we would just have discussions, and he would always correct my stats. <laughs> and he's like, "I hope you don't get offended by that." I know he, he checked. He checked a couple of stats. One of the first episodes he listened to, he messaged me and he was like, "You know, I really like the show. Blah 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 blah. I just want you to know, though, that it is actually this, this, and this, and this." He's like, "I hope you don't get offended by me." A couple of shows we did. Uh, it was, he came on after you. Okay, later. okay, later. He's been listening for. So you guys been went to bed and he's been correcting you. 
Come on, give me a correct. We haven't been right the bet. No. Uh, we haven't right the bet. We just misquote certain stats damn. because <laughs> I can't pull every freaking number on the UFC. Oh, so you were doing verbally. It's like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This wasn't like picks where we shat the bed. No. We would say like... Oh, you referring to me? Yes. We'd say it ended like at three minutes of the second round and he'd come back and say actually it was two minutes, 56 seconds. Stuff oh, like that. He's, like he's that. precision. Like he is a precision. He's a machine. So we like to, we like to give Ryan a lot of credit because he's one of the most active participants we have on this on the show, and the dude's smart as hell. Bring me my poutine, motherfucker. <laughs> so that's gonna wrap it up. Once again, thank you, Everett. It was great to have you back on. We'll we'll have you back we'll on again after, after a few months. After you know, we miss you a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, Thanks, guys. Thank you guys again for listening to the Average Joe's MMA Show. Go give the Facebook page a like if you haven't. Get on to iTunes, rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend. Give us some listeners. Push it. For David Van Bovelen, I'm Jeff Shanahan. We'll see you guys next week.